This episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create a professional website, blog, portfolio, and now an online store. Check out their new commerce solution so you can start selling stuff immediately. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase on new accounts, go to squarespace.com slash roosterteeth and use offer code roosterteeth5. That's roosterteeth and the number 5. <laughs> Hey everyone! Welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Hey, fast, we jumped in. Hello, so we everybody. Gus, Gavin, Jack, and Bernie. How are you doing? Good. Hello. I almost called myself Joel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Get a touch of Joel. I wanted to interrupt you. I guess I had the feeling that I was going to interrupt you. Yeah, that sounds like a very Joel thing to do. Joel's very excited because the economies of tanking, the overseas are collapsing. I don't know what's going on. Wait, which way overseas? I don't know. He's very Back excited about though. He's very, very excited about, about the it. end of the world. Yeah. Speaking of which, you did North Korea like put their nukes all back in storage? Yeah, they, yeah, I did. What's, so what's the story there? Uh, they just like, yeah, lowered them and then put them back down. I had also read a report that uh, some <laughs> missile experts said that the missiles that they were parading around were not real. I want to get to a point <laughs> in my life when I'm referred to as a missile expert. <laughs> like, they bring me out. It's like, we have a missile crisis. We need our best missile expert. Here's a picture of a missile. Is this real? Nope. Yeah. They said that it looked like it was made out of, like, it was like a skin stretched over wood and, like, sheet metal. Get the hell out yeah, of here. Yeah, and that they're not actually That's real cool. missiles. Why do they have to store them? Can they not just leave them on the launcher for... Well, someone might come and steal the keys. <laughs> if I can go joyriding in the missile. <laughs> I would imagine whacking off mailboxes while riding. <laughs> I would imagine that if you left your missiles out in the open, that eventually the missiles would get blown up mysteriously somehow. Like I think yeah, but that it'd would be your happen. open. What's that? You own the open. Yeah, but what I'm saying James is like Bond is going to show up, right. and blow your missile up. Well, he, yeah. What if he goes to storage and does it? Well, the support putting in storage is we don't know where storage is. We have ideas, but... Mm. Yeah, storage might also be, like, heavily guarded underground versus just out. You so read... better off launching it from storage, just open a hole in the ceiling. I think that's, yeah. like, the, 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 the idea behind, like, those underground missile bunkers. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's a great bit in World War Z about North Korea and... Yeah, like, I was just about to talk about that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, it's a cool thing when they talk about, basically... Well, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. Nah, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> well, how, what, what's the spoiler? We we came up with some definitions last Ash, week. Was, right? was the North Korea story in the audiobook? We took a trip no, from Lo- Los Angeles, San Francisco, and we listened to the entire. No, it was not. So, if it's on the audiobook, it probably didn't make the mo- cut for the movie. I'm guessing. But I bet, I bet the audiobook think, didn't make the cut for the movie either, based on what I've seen. I don't think wait, wait. anything from the book is in the movie because the movie is not at all related to the book. Did what they so skip, fucking ever? They skip stuff from the book in the audiobook. Yeah. It was long audiobook. Like we listened to it in a car for like eight hours. But what that, if you're following along with the book and then it hops over? A, a, who it, the skip. fuck does that? <laughs> Do you it's think like, I want to see the words and hear the words? <laughs> Do you think an audiobook time? is so that they can help you read the book? <laughs> Is that not how people do it? Like having an adult around. It's like learning how how to read. Oh, What if you're reading the book? I thought that's what people did. (laughs) It's like like Mark Hamill's reading over your shoulder for you. When we do an Audible ad, that we're doing an ad to buy a book so they can listen to the book at the same time? Oh, my God. Go on. You're thinking about it. Yeah, it sounds mental. Yeah, it does. A little bit. It sounds Gavin, I'm in love with you. I did it wrong then. Get on no, the no, I rem- What'd you do? Well, I did that. I read the book with the, with the audio. No, but I remember why I did it now. What book? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, this is why I did it. I had the American version of Harry Potter, and I was listening to the British version, 
because I wanted to see the differences as I was reading it. Could you tell the difference between the color spell with a U and a value? <laughs> Flavor, Kalur. but they would change stuff like trash. Ru- rubbish would be trash and stuff like that. Just and sorcerer would stuff. be philosopher. Why would they change that? I feel like for a book like Harry Potter, which is supposedly set in the UK, they would keep it. Dude, they American the hell out of that thing. Hmm. No, they changed the title of it. Yeah, they but changed philosopher to sorcerer. Right, they did. We don't sorcerer know. sounds cool. <laughs> philosopher. And listen, sounds cool. American audiences need to be sounds beat cool. over the head with what it is. Like, is philosopher when you say philosopher in the UK, does that indicate anything mystical or magical? No, it's just a philosopher. Yeah. So I, I, but who, who owned the stone? I, I don't know. I haven't read the books. I don't know anything about the movies. Was it a philosopher or a sorcerer? I'm asking you. I don't fucking know. You're the one who read the book twice. <laughs> you so, double read the book. You so wait, wait, me? wait. No, wait. So in, in the Harry Potter franchise, the title is very specifically associated with what takes place in the story. Yes. So what is the Philosopher's Stone? You guys have both seen the movie, I'm assuming. I don't, you know, it's just... It's been so long. It's just tiny little <laughs> wizard waffle, isn't it? You don't, wizard waffle? Of that. Yeah. But no, no, but, but like, like the Goblet of Fire, right? Isn't that, right? That's, that's a thing. You know so much. And the Half-Blood Prince. It's all about that. <laughs> I know the titles of these things are about... Is Dobby a title of one of them? The little... No. Gollum? Harry Potter, <laughs> the guy who's not Gollum? So, but the Philosopher's Stone has to be something in the first book. What is it? It's an actual stone. It's something like, to do, like they, a, I know they have it at the end... Because they're looking for it the whole time because the stone will give them power to bring back Voldemort. There you go. Okay. Well, there you go. That, that's the actually answer. a shake in her head. That is the answer. I think if, what is if the philosopher only we had a Harry Potter... What is it? What is it? It makes who immortal. But whose is it? it makes anybody actually saying whoever uses the Philosopher's Stone is immortal. <laughs> so, Just like your average <laughs> philosopher. You're shaking your head. There are multiple people trying to Didn't, jump out the correct. Didn't Harry use it? No. What, what did he do with it? Yeah, let's not argue with the people off camera. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. I was right. intrigued. Like oh, worst. by the way, everyone's tweeting that they read along all the time. It is true. No. I, I, no, they are. People are tweeting the fact that they read along with audiobooks all the time. And I have to say, That's... what is wrong <laughs> with all of you people? Do you read the book while you watch the movie? Like, do you take the Harry Potter <laughs> yeah. book to the movie? Like, ooh, this is my favorite part. No, you, li- you listen to the audiobook and read the book while watching the movie <laughs> at the same time. And wait for it to try to sing. It's just up. like watching the movie, except Stephen Fry just starts commentating when there's no dialogue. It's like Harry <laughs> well, walk down the stairs. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this because maybe this is a thing that I do that most people don't do. Do you, when you play a video game, do you turn on captions? Yes. By yes. default, always. I wish. Yes. Do you do that on TV? No. I wish. I'm the same way. The I do it on video games, and I do not do it I on TV. I feel like on TV with a DVR, you can always rewind if you miss something. Mm-hmm. But in a video game, you can't. Like honestly, I wish that. Cons- you know, consoles now, like the Xbox 360, you can set your profile so when you play a game, it'll always invert your stick by default. It's your profile setting. Yeah. I wish there was a profile setting for subtitles. I agree. So I can say, I I'm pretty sure want- there is. No, there is no, not. There isn't. I'm pretty sure there is for handicap access. I'm pretty sure I've it exists. I've looked for it before. Downer. Sh- What's that? <laughs> <laughs> what? Do they have a special... <laughs> I, I should look for that. I mean, <laughs> they help people who are deaf? You think that, that's a bad thing? That's been a complaint of mine for a long time, so I couldn't find that setting. But if they have it, great. That's Yeah. Because no. that's the first thing I do as soon as I put a game in. Before I even like play the game or do anything, it's like I immediately like. Oh, I, excuse me. <laughs> options uh, sometimes yeah. I spit everywhere too. <laughs> no. You know, I probably would have understand the first season of Game of Thrones a little bit yeah. better had I, I was going to say. You know, I watched I watched the first couple episodes of the British Office with with subtitles on. Like well, a, you, a friend it's of mine. That my, difficult. Yeah. Well, it's because it's thick slang. If you watch it, you should watch. I mean, it. but there's show. some things. I know we've talked about this before, like train spotting. Part of the experience is not quite understanding what the fuck they're saying in train spotting. And some parts of train spotting, they subtitle themselves because it's so mental. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It's so their their Scottish accents are so unbelievably thick in that. Yeah, man, that is a great movie. Train spotting. I saw it the other day. Put out by Disney. Hard to believe. 
It was? It was Miramax. So, yeah. Okay, yeah, Miramax, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I, I, the reason I knew that was, remember back in the days when DVDs kind of first were getting popular? And it seemed like some studios just had, like, a template they used for DVDs. And Disney's was, like, silver on silver. And that's what it was. It was, like, a gray yeah. with, like, the silver blocked out for the letters. And train spotting was like that. And that's how I knew. I was like, this is Disney? And sure enough, yeah, Miramax. So it was Disney. That's the most, like, roundabout way to find out. Yeah. It's, it's like... You could have picked up the box and be like, oh, Miramax. Well, <laughs> it's like, oh, this disc is. We've always talked about it, too. It's like, I, I always wonder, do, does the average person who watches a movie, do they understand production companies and even directors? Like, I know most people know Steven Spielberg. People might now know, I mean, the average person probably knows George Lucas. Might start to know J.J. Abrams now and James Cameron. James Cameron, I bet yeah. most people don't even pay attention to the credits. I bet they I don't. I bet they don't read it. The I average person, you, they right? don't know production companies. They might recognize a few directors, and that's it. And with video game developers, there's no way. No. Like, do you think the average person knows what? How many copies of Call of Duty do they sell every time that game comes out? Yeah. Every 12, iteration. 13 million. 14 12, 13 million? million. So, of the 12, 13 million copies that they sell, do you think the average owner of that has any concept of the difference between Infinity Ward and Treyarch? It, it seems like an interesting thing that you could do is like wait outside of a GameStop and just film people. Right. Walking out, like, what did you buy? Who made that game? Or, do you like Madden? Who makes Madden? Yeah. So, what was the thing about this, about Ghosts? Is it, did they drop, they dropped either Modern Warfare or they dropped Call of Duty, period? No. No, it's Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare. It's they just dropped the, this, the this, Call of Duty. This would have been Modern Warfare 4, right? They should have called it Modern Warfare. <laughs> <laughs> what came after, oh yeah, it was Black Get Ops out, 2. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so, this would have been Modern Warfare so this, 4. So, if, if you were following along the line, this would have been Modern Warfare 4. It would have been Call of Duty Modern Warfare 4 as opposed to Call of Duty 4 Modern so it's Warfare. So Call, Call of Duty Ghost, which is a prequel to Modern to Call of Duty 3? Is it a prequel? Well, it's about the character Ghost, right? I don't know, because it's Ghost, or, which is, uh, I think it's about like assassins. Is that him and his brothers? But he, doesn't he die every time? It's about Kerrigan. Does he? Go, go, <laughs> ghost is, isn't Ghost Gary from the first one? Yeah, well, uh, I don't know. I don't, I, well, Can I tell you? I've played a lot of the Modern <laughs> Warfare games, Call of Duty games. I, I played all the way through. I have a thousand points in Modern Warfare, the first one. I don't know the story. I don't know there's, that there's characters. I didn't even know there's I'm pretty sure characters. Ghost is dead. I, I think there's Ghost died. Price. Ghost is the dude with the face with the. Yeah, he died. Yeah. In, he died in Modern Warfare two. He dies in all of them. It's the same. It's the same dude every time. He just comes back. Like first <laughs> one is called like Gary or something. There are some hardcore Call of Duty fans right now who are very upset oh, about this conversation. I no, bet. no, no. Ghost was in Modern Warfare two. Like after you raid that guy's bunker, after you raid that guy's house, did I know. He, did he go what walk back to the ship. You said it's some guy named Gary. Who was the he's, dude he's, in the first one? He dies in every game. Yeah, the dude... Well, Ghost, Ghost died, died in, in two, two, right? Yes, Ghost died in two. Is he in three? I don't think so. Uh, well, if he died in two, he can't be in three. He <laughs> died in one and he was in two! He wasn't in one. Here, here. Oh, I, know he's I, in I one. gotta read some responses from Twitter. They, this all caps. They did not drop Modern Warfare 4. Sledgehammer is making it now. I guess Sledgehammer's a new developer? Sledgehammer is the guys who did... Um, they did they're actually from Visceral Games. They're the guys who did Dead Space 1. So, Ghost... Takes place in the future. It's his son. I don't know who. He, I don't know who him is. <laughs> oh, it's his or son. It's, it's yeah. his son. So it's Patrick Swayze's son. <laughs> okay, that all makes sense. <laughs> that soap is going to be suds or something. <laughs> it's going to be bubbly. <laughs> all right, and we're getting screamed but, at for saying the ghost is dead. No, ghost is not dead. Then now ghost is dead. Soap is dead. <laughs> Everyone's dead. Fuck it. Modern Warfare series is over. Get used to no, it. No, it's funny. I'm actually when I was in when I was in Supernova in Australia, I met Tony Todd. Guys, who, who does the one of the voices of the characters from uh, Modern Warfare Three? And at one point, you you murder him, and he's like, "Did you kill me? I bet you killed me. You fucking murdered me, didn't you?" And I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, I totally killed you." 
So it was very strange. Meeting oh, the, the voice, voice actor. actor said that. Yeah, yeah, the voice actor. I'm a. I never know the. the I think the only people I know who work on games are the guys at Bungie and Three Four Three because of all the Vidocs and stuff. Have we announced any of the people that are coming to RTX yet? One of the voice actors that we have coming to. We I don't can't think so. RTX? that yet. Okay. That'll we be have, fun. Uh, we have a lot of stuff that we're working on official press releases for. Sure, you bet. People, okay. people really don't, like, regular people. Regular people? Regular, like, we're, we're all into movies and games and stuff, but people who just passively watch movies, they don't sure. know anything about the directors and all that, like you were saying. No. Like, I, don't know, but I, have this, I don't know anything about music. I don't know who music, I can't name a single music producer. Like, like oh, that person produced this album, they produced that album, I'm like, I, what I does a, that person do? I, I just know the friend. artist, that's it. I have a friend who doesn't know anything. He barely knows actors' names. He might know Bruce Willis and Tom Cruise, and that's about it. But I once asked him what are his favorite films, and he said, Transformers, Bad Boys, Armageddon, Pearl Harbor, The Rock. Inadvertently listed about six Michael Bay movies. I was really? Like, you know, you just... <laughs> they're all made by the same person. He's like, what are you talking about? Did he even I, grasp it? Did he even understand what that meant? I don't think so. I was, un- I was shocked. Gobsmacked. Oh, that's interesting. Gobsmacked. Were you shocked yeah. or gobsmacked? Should show him a Simon West movie and see if he likes that, like Con Air or something. If Simon West was like the, whenever they couldn't get Michael Bay anymore, they got Simon West to do <laughs> all those movies. Can I, Jack, can I tell you something? Yes, have, you shown, have you shown your tattoo on the podcast yet, the tattoo that you got in Australia? I don't know why you guys show it. Yeah, so. Are we all the, we're all washed out. Oh, we all look like we're sepia today. So that tattoo, I had, can I tell you something? I don't know if you've been told this or not. Out of the corner of my eye when I catch it, it looks like you yeah. have a swastika on your arm. Out of the corner of my eye. Out of the corner of my eye. When I catch it every now and then, it freaks me out. All right. Are you going to build on that? Or is yeah, that just yeah. like... The, the idea is like with major life events, I'm going to get more pieces. Eventually, if he doesn't like it, he'll just fill it all in and it'll disappear. Yeah, there you go. Okay. So, and will you color them based Tetris. on the life event? Uh, no, no, no. I'll color them just based on the actual piece. But that seems like achievement hunter. I think that was, that was just pure Nothing. luck. Oh, it's pure luck? No, yeah, there, there's a green one and a red one. Of the S, the, uh, the S blocks. That was really funny. See, I didn't know that. Did you know that, Gus? That there's only two colors of the, that block? Well, it depends on which version of Tetris you're playing. But I think it's the arcade version. It's the green and red. Arcade oh. version of oh Tetris. Oh, my God. So. But, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jack. I'm having a sidebar. Yeah, what was your sidebar? We're, no, we're, nobody was appreciating my joke. So I had to make Gavin appreciate it. It was funny. It was yeah, good no, joke. You had to make it. You will appreciate <laughs> you this You will joke. appreciate this. You will laugh. No, so, so I was at a, uh, a wedding in Vegas over the weekend. Yeah, it was, you say who it is. Uh, yeah, it was uh, for Becca, who does the voice of sister in Red vs. Blue. Yep. Hey. And uh, the ceremony was at Caesar's Palace. And during the reception, or I should say after the ceremony, we went up to go to the reception. And I was waiting outside of the ballroom because it wasn't quite ready yet. And I'm standing there, like, staring at this closed door. And this woman says, excuse me, and walks, walks right next to me, like, literally right in front of me. And I look at her. It's like, it's Heather Graham. And uh, she just, like, walked down and walked down the hall. And the only thing I could think as she was walking by was, I've seen her boobs. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's all I could think as she was walking down the hall. And uh, so we go in, we go to the reception. We're sitting there, you know, cake cutting, all the typical wedding stuff. And then Bradley Cooper and Zach Galifianakis walked in. Uh, I guess they were all, like, around the corner there at Caesars doing press for Hangover 3. Yeah. And they saw there was a wedding going on, so they just, like, walked in and crashed it. <laughs> that's, like, one of the coolest things ever. Yeah, it's like, you're just, you're, you are literally in, you know, in Vegas at Caesars and, like, people from... And the Hangover guys. The Hangover guys, like, just walk in. Do you think you would get that if you saw a porn star, but it'd be more disturbing? I don't think you'd know who they were. But like, if you, if you recognize one, it'd be like, I've seen so far up inside you that you, <laughs> you can't even see it if you want to. <laughs> Did I tell you about the time I met a porn star at a party in uh, California? 
Uh-uh. And we I've were just like, story. we had a party, and I was like, I know you. I was like, I know you from somewhere. And she goes, nope. And I'm like, I swear. <laughs> I swear I know you from Can't somewhere. Can't let it go. I was like, I know you. She goes, and she was like, being real funny about it. She's like, no, I don't think so. I don't think we've ever met. I'm like, I swear to God. Baby. We all the way through the whole party, get done, go out, get in the car. Like, all right, let's go. Fuck porn star. Like, <laughs> 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 like, all at once. Why so she was being, she was being really cool about it. See, it would be see. It would be It was just, uh, I could tell it probably happens to her a lot, and she was probably saving me embarrassment yeah. nice. by telling me. Was this like, was she, she like a date of someone? Seven. Oh, right. <laughs> right. Like, was she on a date with somebody? Yeah, she like, was. Okay. She was on a date with somebody. Nice. A, uh, a voice actor from video game, as a matter of fact. Wow. Did he know? Leave it at that. Would it be <laughs> creepy if you went up to him? Didn't recognize him. <laughs> would it be creepy if you went up to him and gave him tips on what she liked? No. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Yes, it would be very creepy. That would be extraordinarily creepy. And if Chris was there, he'd run up and curse her baby. <laughs> what a dipshit. Chris, you're going to fuck you're going to get killed, dude. You're going to get killed in a mall and we're all going to be okay with it. Yeah, this is the thing. It's like I always I never want to get killed or die in a way that like people are like when they hear about it, they'd be like, "Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, he should have died." Like if like running up to people in a mall and telling them you cursed their baby or whatever. Or like the dude who jumps out of an airplane without a parachute, he like throws his parachute out yeah. and then jumps after it. Yeah. It's like if that guy died, he'd go be like, "Oh, of course he yeah. died." Yeah, like he yeah. got to swallow swords and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So I thought we were going to die today. Actually, in the control room over here, uh, right before the podcast, you know, we had some sandwiches over here. We were eating sandwiches, waiting for the podcast to start. And Chris walks in, and he's got like a a little container in his hand, and he goes up to Kara, goes, "Put your hands out, put your hands out." Oh shit! <laughs> and she's like, "No, I'm scared. I don't want to do it." So then Brandon says, fine, I'll do it. And he puts his hand out, and Chris pours this liquid metal into Brandon's hands. Oh, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Is that mercury? Uh, and he's like, no, 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 this is thallium. I found it on the internet. And we were like, what's thallium? What is that? He goes, oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> what did you do? No. First, he was like, no, this is metal. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's what mercury is, you lunatic. He was like, no, it's fine. So, uh, yeah, so that, and so he poured thallium into... Uh, uh, Brandon's hands and Brandon immediately dropped it everywhere and it, it just fell all oh, in the God. carpet. Really? Chris then spent the next 10 minutes trying to like smear it off the carpet. Alright, now I gotta look up the toxicity of thallium. Isn't thallium the stuff they used in uh, uh, Terminator 2 to like show like the, the T-1000 melting? It and looked then, like the T-1000. Yeah. I think that might be it actually. Hey, did I read recently, Gus, that your what's your uh, element that you love so much that's gonna replace thorium. it? Thorium. Thorium. I was reading the thorium is being bought up by somebody. Well, aren't they building a reactor in China? Numerous people are. They're building reactors in China and uh, India both. Nice. You invested in it? And it's hard. I mean, you invest in like a mining or a mineral company. Don't bring that over here. I want to fucking touch it. <laughs> He's bringing the thallium out here. Gavin will touch it. Nah. Nah. Just pour it on the table or something. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Maybe it's time to play uh, Gavin or Google. Uh, <laughs> I looked up on Google. I looked up thallium. Do you know what the first autocomplete is on thallium? Thallia. Thallium poisoning. <laughs> uh, thallium poisoning. Thallium and Everyone's its compounds saying- are often... Highly toxic. Hey, there we go. Contact with skin is dangerous. Oh my god! <laughs> Brandon had it all over his and hands. His hands were colored like gray. Oh god! He came out and he said it looked like I just jerked off the tin man. <laughs> you were trying to get me to put it on my sandwich. What? Trying to put it on? Oh, there we go. Oh, his hands are still gray. Oh he said, god! Also, when Brandon had it in his hands, he said it burned. Oh god! It burned. Yeah. So he kept it on his hand. Thallium Thal- yeah. was used as poison and a murder weapon. What what is poison then? Is it not a murder? <laughs> uh, Australia had a thallium craze. In Australia, in the early 1950s, there was a notable spate of cases of murder or attempted murder by thallium poisoning. 
At this time, due to chronic rat infestation problems in overcrowded inner city suburbs, notably in Sydney, and thallium's effectiveness as a rat poison, it was still readily available over-the-counter in New South Wales, where thallium sulfate was marketed as a commercial rat bait under the name Fall Rat. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant Australian marketer. So, yeah, so... So Nikolai Kolkov, a former KGB assassin, was poisoned with thallium. Kolkov fell ill with stomach cramps and nausea. Within days, his hair had fallen out, and he was covered with marks on his skin. Where the fuck did you get that? Amazon. (laughs) Amazon. Oh. I read about it on Reddit. The intro screen was, I read about it on Reddit. And Reddit said it was non-toxic. You took non-toxic from something written on Reddit. Did a red duck tell you that? Because I gotta tell you, the red duck, you don't listen to the red duck. And the green duck, you should be highly suspect of. That's all I'm saying. Alright, let me look up Reddit Thalium. Okay, bring the container here. There's I, no way you right. bought that if that's what it is. Do we have it's a glove or something we can put it on? No, no, I don't want it. Don't get it over here. Put it on I don't, that I don't side. Want to handle I, it. I just want to oh, see the container. I, oh, Jesus, don't throw it. Hand it to me. <laughs> bring it in and hand it to me. What's it? All right. Nope. It's heavy. This nope. Is really. This this is like half a no, not half a pound. Maybe a quarter pound. Oh, calm down. Oh wow, that is heavy. Wow, that's crazy. That is an unmarked plastic jar that you got from the internet. It's you didn't look hand. it up. You didn't look at thalium once. It is Where'd you get this? It's, it's on my hand. This, yeah, it's on the bottle. On the outside. Yeah, of the go bottle. figure. I don't want. I don't want to look at it. I just want to touch the container that it's in. Don't get that near me. Put it over there. <laughs> Give it away. Here, get it over here. Let's get this out of here. Right. Are you How do you dispose of it? Jesus! <laughs> Thanks for bringing poison into the uh, into the uh, the office, Chris. So, Chris, you ordered that from Amazon for real? I'm gonna go look it up. <clears throat> okay, while look Are you up, sure it's called thallium, and not something else? <laughs> thallium for men is a cologne. <laughs> here, while we look that up, I'm gonna read this. We'll, we'll, we'll... <laughs> Let's play Chris or Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I want to remind everyone: this episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create a professional website, blog, portfolio, and now. An online store. <laughs> You're dying. Thallium <laughs> <laughs> poisoning. Squarespace introduces a new commerce Gallium. solution that allows you to in- instantly create and store and start selling products. Squarespace Commerce provides powerful and flexible e-commerce solution. It's integrated to work with every Squarespace template, allowing for sales of both physical and digital goods. It's got fast merchant account setup, single interface for order management, tracking orders, providing email updates, printing labels. And Squarespace Commerce is included with a business plan subscription, which starts at $24 a month. Uh, Squarespace gives you and your websites the best mobile experience. It's got developed templates with mobile-ready, responsive designs. So your site automatically restructures to look great on any device. It's fast and easy to use. gives you better social media integration. It's exceptionally well-designed. Uh, so for a free trial, go to squarespace.com roosterteeth. Sign up for a free account. Don't need a credit card. If you decide to purchase, use offer code roosterteeth5 and get 10% off your f- first purchase on new accounts. Uh, don't forget about free domain registrations at squarespace.com slash roosterteeth, offer code roosterteeth5. So big thanks to Squarespace, and good luck on your new commerce solution. Maybe you could set up a store and start selling thallium to people like Chris on the it's internet. It's gallium with a G. No, gallium is different than thallium. Oh, people are saying, okay. But Chris, did you buy gallium or did you buy thallium? <laughs> Chris is frantically sure. on his phone scrolling through all the weird chemicals <laughs> he's bought this week. gallium at this temperature... Would be a solid, but I thought it, it melts at like 98 degrees. I thought it's the melting point of gallium. So when you put it in your hand? It is gallium. You it bought is, gallium. You bought gallium. You didn't buy thallium. Whew. I can check my Amazon. Please? Yeah, please do. <laughs> please He's saying, I can check my Amazon. If it's really important, I can check my Amazon. I did not miss here. He said thallium. 
Yeah, he did. No, you did not miss here. Yeah. Someone's, someone's accusing you then? Yeah, someone's like, you misheard. Gus misheard. I think you're yelling at a screen. I like yeah, how, how, old, how much of an old man Internet are you? Mr. guy, I hope <laughs> you hear you. pointing Ooh, and shaking yeah, screen. Tyler, you. 274. <laughs> Why, That's the screen we're looking at right now. So if you're watching the live stream, you can see that's what we're, we're keeping an eye on. So, mm-hmm. Unlike yeah. mercury, liquid gallium wets skin and glass, which makes it harder to handle, which would explain why your hands are gray. After you handle, handle mercury, your hands don't turn gray. Because it doesn't they wet, it doesn't off. wet anything. <laughs> yeah, it just like it all moves with it. So I, I hope it was gallium that you bought yeah, and not thallium. Why did I, you... I don't know anything about gallium. All I know is that gallium doesn't autocomplete to kill you. Basically. <laughs> yeah. I remember in my high school chemistry uh, textbook, there was a picture of someone melting gallium in their hand. That's all I know. That's all I remember about gallium from chemistry. Okay, okay. so that's a great example. Here we are back to the discussion again of the proliferation of technology. When you were younger, it was a picture in your textbook. Now he's got it because he can order it off Amazon, right? Yeah. And then he could accidentally poison everyone he works with <laughs> because they assume if you're ordering thallium or gallium, you know what the fuck you're doing with it. I did that when I was a kid, too. I ordered, uh, I went into, I want to make gunpowder, so I went down to the local pharmacist. What's wrong with you? You can order just, like, those big plastic jugs of just compounds. Like, I went in, I'm a nine-year-old kid, I went to the pharmacist and said, I need one pound of carbon... One pound of saltpeter and one pound of sulfur. And the pharmacist goes, okay, come back in a week. And I came back and I got my three components. All that can be used to make is gunpowder. So he got three pounds of gunpowder as a nine-year-old child. <laughs> so if and you added a few more, like six-inch fuse and earmuffs, do you think he would have been like, yeah, I need a map to the Capitol. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and I need a history of Guy Fawkes. God. But we're, we're have, you gotten, have you gotten killed this week with... Uh, all these fucking Twitter warnings of, you guys have a 3D printer, watch out, oh, you can yeah. print guns on it. I've gotten a Ugh. million people I've gotten, emailing me and tweeting me about 3D printing a gun. I've got that, watch out. I've got the Xbox disc changer, and there's <laughs> uh, one other one I get all the time, too. Listen, I want to I just let everybody know that we live in Texas. If we want a gun, we'll go get a gun. Like, I get a gun right now. I get a gun a lot faster than I can 3D print it. Yeah, I think you. there is a... There is at least one place within a mile here you can buy a gun at. It's got to be. Hi, if I said, go get a gun right now, go buy one, how long would it take you? I'd go to Walmart. Let's, assume it's, it's like, middle, let's assume it's middle of the day. It's right over there. I'd go to the Walmart, like right over there. How long would it take you? Ten they, minutes. Do they have guns at that Walmart? Can you they walk should? out with a gun? I don't, yeah. I don't know if they no, do. You, they'll give it to you at the door. But you'd have to wait a day. No. No. They'll do a background check there. Maybe They hold it, and you have to have a running start, and then you like like a yeah. football. You take so it. Do you have oh, to do be, they, they do background checks there. Yeah, they'll do a background check. Do you have to be a citizen? Uh, I would assume you... Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. You can't buy one if you're a felon. If you have a felony on your record. You do you, do you believe so in... If you're Australian, probably not. But you're British, so you're probably do you, okay. Do you believe in oh, background that. checks for... Uh, who said it? Who's the fan who sent him, Kara? <laughs> do you believe on background checks Kara, for if you, uh, gun if, owners? Yeah, Kara's absolutely. trying to hand me lava cakes from 40 feet away. You can move a lot better than I can. Look at this. Say so, hello, Kara. You want to put your hand Here's the note right there. Okay, here's right, the note. We, we just got sent... A fan sent us Domino's lava cakes. The, the oh. fan isn't Mr. Peter Domino, is it? Some free free advertising there. How come Brandon didn't eat, didn't eat one of these? Let's Chris, cover it. In, let's cover it in gallium. Let's see what happens. A lot of them. I'm gonna zoom. Yeah, Do you, like five could you like eat one in one bite? Mmm, delicious. Yeah. What's the? There's a note. Apparently, you're supposed to read. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. There's a note. I'm supposed to read. All right. I sent the thallium. You have four days to live. <laughs> Please tell the people you deliver. Sorry, it's late. And love from Ryle. The site. Rile the, Rile the site. 
sent this there to you us. Go. Thank so, you very much. So thanks, Ryle, the site. So please, no one else send anything. Maybe it's Ryle, Ryle from the site is maybe what somebody left something out. Ryle from the site. R-I-L-E. So thank you, Ryle.com, for sending us. Uh, Domino, these things are awesome. Fit for RTS. So um, oh, one time when I, was, when I was in high school, we uh, found, like, we were going through the, the storeroom of our chemistry class. Boga. And I found a big solid block of sodium. It was, like, this big. Did you and, chuck it in water? Uh, yeah, we pulled it out. And we put it on a disc, and then we like hid behind another disc and tried to squirt it with uh, oh my water and make it explode. But nothing happened. I think like when we had pulled it out, like some like it had formed a layer. You were actually using godium. <laughs> <laughs> I believed you for half a second. You look at your face, you're like, maybe it was godium. <laughs> I didn't read the label. <laughs> but yeah, like that was so dumb. I'm glad that it didn't go off because that was like it was a huge chunk of sodium. That would have been that could have blown all the windows out. Would have been out. a big fucking explosion. Yeah. <laughs> but you get like a tiny little clump and it goes mental on water. Yeah, it was like a kilo or like <laughs> yeah, it was like. What, what's like, the what's the closest you've been to accidentally killing yourself? Probably fucking spraying water at a you giant think, hunk of that, sodium. You think that would be? Nah, you know worse. I've, I've almost fallen out of a tree. I literally was falling and I just reached up, grabbed a limb, and caught myself. Like Tarzan. <laughs> yeah. Like, on my way down, I, I, I was swinging my arms until I managed to catch on something. <laughs> I that was all Wow. Did I show you my teeth in the tank? I hate when people do that. Can we get a gnarly close-up of that? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. right, but I want to go back to my original point. How delicious I was making about... That's still good. Have some of it. All right. Um, going to the point on. I was making about proliferation of technology. So I talked about how that eventually we're going to have to decide as a society to stop advancing technology because we're going to get to the point where, like, we went from all riding horses to landing on the moon in 50 years, right? That was a time frame between those two different things. Like, everybody had a horse. Like, the cars became, um, you know, common in the mid-teens, 19-teens, whatever that was. Mm -hmm. Then in the 60s, we're standing on the moon. We're going from fighting with muskets in the Civil War to now we can print a machine gun in our house. We can manufacture and print a machine gun, mass print print them if we wanted to. So eventually we're going to get to the point where it's like something we're going to do is going to get in the hands of everybody where someone's going to fuck up. And no, what will happen is we'll build nanites, like self-replicating nanobots, that'll just fucking cover the world. So you're just assuming that someone else is going to solve the problem with the better no. technology. No, that's going to be the, the destruction. That's not solving the problem. That, that is that the problem. That is the problem. So did you read, I was horrifying myself uh, by reading this article, did you read that a Chinese lab... Uh, has decided to start experimenting with the avian... I was thinking oh, yeah. of the dog then. When the bird flu? Oh, right, yeah. They yeah. made a, like an airborne version of it, right? Yeah, they decided... Just for kicks. Just for the hell of it. They made 127 different variants of the bird flu combined with the H1N1 flu, the highly infectious flu yeah. with the most deadly Wasn't flu. Wasn't this the end of 12 Monkeys? I, I mean, it's just like... <laughs> Thanks, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that movie. <laughs> It's just, it's just, you had, you gotta realize that, like, somebody, it's what I call the Superman problem, is that Superman has to bat a thousand. He can't ever not stop the villain from destroying the world, because if he ever messes up once, the world gets destroyed. You know, and then, that'd be, funny, that'd be a funny premise. What does Superman do if the world's destroyed? He's just <laughs> like, sitting there. That's fucked. He's that's, sitting in orbit around the sun by himself at that point. That's kind of the, the, I mean, it's not exactly the same, but it's kind of the premise of that video game, Injustice, God, Gods Among Men. Is that, what is it, that uh, the Joker successfully detonates a nuclear bomb in Metropolis and kills everyone, so Superman goes crazy and institutes martial law. What so a that, dick. 
there's a couldn't, division amongst the superheroes. Like those who support Superman and those who couldn't are Superman him. just fly backwards in a circle around all the debris That's and get only for Superman two. One. That was one. Mm. That was such. It's I was so I was stupid. all for Superman until I found out that that happened in one of the movies. Can you imagine like the Earth rotating and stopping? Like just the <laughs> momentum of that, like all the oceans and everything. What that would do, and then reversing it. Also, you know, if he can fly around the Earth this fast in one second, why doesn't he fly that speed all the time? That's a good point. He was there's always those sweeping shots of him flying over a city. And it's doesn't he even build momentum though? Like he, he can't. He, he, can't want, he also doesn't want to create a sonic boom and destroy everything. That's true. He had to go to space to do that. Are you excited for the new movie? <laughs> new movie's coming out pretty I'm soon. I'm not excited. Right? The last movie was so terrible. He deflected well, a bullet with his eye. That was awesome. Nah. Crunch. Let me tell you something. I, I, I will be excited for a Superman movie when we see a Superman movie that does not cover his origin story. <laughs> We've seen that. The last one I know origin. how that works. Yeah, the last one was origin. No, They're all origin. No, yeah, it was actually. Well, it was he came semi, back from it, there was elements of origin. Yeah. Yeah, but he, it had was, whole, he had Marlon Brando. They made a whole big deal about putting Marlon Brando yeah, in it. They still fucking did the origin again. They do the whole Ma and Pa Kent, the whole Kansas farm. They do all that stuff. Fuck them. I don't want to see them. You know what? I hate Ma Kent. Yeah. I hate Pa Kent. We, we get it. We know who Superman is. this time, though. He's from the fucking Midwest, right? You know, Good I got to say, one of the most entertaining original Superman things I've seen in the modern cinematic era was the speech that David Carradine does about Superman at the end of Kill Bill. That was awesome. Do you remember that Tarantino wrote? In a while. Man, yeah. he, he basically wrote the whole thing about the perspective of Superman is like, he doesn't dress up as Superman, he is Superman. Those are his clothes. He, was bo- he came here in those clothes, he dresses up as us. Yeah. And it's like how like Clark Kent is his comment on the human race, Superman's comment on the human race. Like Batman dresses up as Batman, he is Bruce Wayne, but Superman is Superman. He dresses up like Clark Kent. And I thought that was like, I thought it was a brilliant speech. You know? Didn't uh, Kevin Smith... Or like some big uh, comic person like refuted that claim or had the made a counterpoint argument. What was it? I don't remember because I didn't agree with it. I agreed with the uh, the Kill Bill version. Yeah, there's a dude I follow on Twitter. It's like I didn't know. I knew he was a Superman fan, but he's gone like off the walls now that the Superman movie's coming out, and he's like talking about Superman all the time on Twitter. Who's that? Uh, it's Six uh, OK. Oh. He talks about Superman all. He does like a podcast on Superman and everything. That guy is like an expert on Superman. Hmm. Can you get? Because, <laughs> go ahead. There's a plane flying overhead. It's kind of distracting. Hey, hand me the rest of those chocolate things. I want the rest. So he was flying around the Earth like mental fast. Does light go that fast around the Earth? Gavin, it's total horseshit. I mean, I don't so, know what so, that's based in. Someone tweeted at us uh, that we should get our facts right. That Superman went back in time. He didn't actually reverse time. Oh, yes, so he, he did. Yeah, he actually reversed time. I he did. He reversed movie. time in the movie. She gets uncrushed by yeah, the Earth. The yeah. ravine like undoes itself. He doesn't go back in time, and then he has to go back and start the Earth back up the right, right. way because he he reverses the Earth. Then he doesn't go down and save her, and then go back into space. Although he goes the Earth back, he then it back starts in, it yeah. forward again. Although the faster you go, the slower time gets. Right? Yes. yes. Not me. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm not moving. My, my delta for movement is this to this on the galactic scale of that. Is it so. possible to get light stuck between two mirrors? All right, let's play Gavin or Google. <laughs> we got it. We got it at this point. It's a good start for Gavin <laughs> It Google. is. All right, Brandon, we ready to play some Gavin or Google? Let's play Gavin or Google. Do I get to Gavin sing with the theme Google. song or does it play on its own? It plays on its own. All right. Oh. Look at that. Let's go. All right. Gavin or Google? Google or Gavin? Which one said it? Let's find out. Hey! I'm feeling lucky. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's play Gavin or Google. This is the game where we discovered two things on the podcast. We discovered that Mr. Gavin Free likes to ask brilliantly stupid questions. And we also discovered that Google will auto-complete 
with the most popular answers that are asked to Google, and those often are very frightening what the average person asks Google. So yes, let's I want to play. Congratulate you on your win already, Gavin or <laughs> Google. And what'll happen is I'll give us uh, I'll give a phrase. It's usually a three or four uh, word phrase, and then I will give two auto completes. One came from Gavin. One came from Google. Gus and Jack will have to figure out which is which, Gavin or Google. I'm gonna try and not laugh. I'm o for two in Gavin or Google. All right, are you ready? You do. You do, Jack. Gus, are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready, Jack? I am ready. Okay. Gosh, I have four this week in case there's a tiebreaker. Um, How would we need a tiebreaker for three? Well, if we tie. We'll if you tie. Pick the okay. So just in case there's a tiebreaker. Because uh, you guys can both get the right answer. And one of them. Did you just ask how can you tie? <laughs> You've tied like four <laughs> times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The first phrase in Gavin or Google is, can you ever be? Can you, can ever, you ever be? be? Can okay. you ever be? One, Gavin or Google said, can you ever be just whelmed? What? Just whelmed. As opposed to overwhelmed. Or underwhelmed. Okay. Can you be just whelmed? <laughs> can you be just I already know this one. I already know this one. <laughs> and then the other person or, or computer wanted to know, can you ever be too fast for your own legs? Oh, that's pretty good, too. Which one is oh, Gavin <laughs> or which one is Google? Gus, I'll, I'll let you have the first one. I'll say... Gus is defending champion. Just whelmed is Gavin. I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with Gus on this one. And the two faster your own legs was Google? Yeah. Yes. You are both incorrect. Oh, shit. People wanted to know on Google, can you ever be just whelmed? Just, I'm whelmed. So I'm not underwhelmed, I'm not overwhelmed. Can you? I'm trying to, I've never heard <laughs> of look the, the answer? No, I'm curious. I've never heard, I'll I'll know. Know I've never heard of being whelmed. <laughs> so I guess whelmed is like your normal state of being. Either you're over so, or under. Like you so what, why the fuck did you think that? Can you ever be too fast for your own legs? We gotta start exploring these a little yeah. more. Go ahead, we please. I got. Well, in what Lava situation case. would you be too fast for your own legs? Well, what would happen? To you? What would happen to you if you were too fast for your own legs? Well, you'd just fall down. So you'd be running. Would you just... fall forwards or fall backwards? I don't know. You'd just be too fast to be functional. So you'd like fall backwards because <laughs> you know your legs how, would be too fast. You know how some people get struck by lightning and they can jump really high. Yeah. No. No, I don't know that. Of course, yeah. There was a dude who got struck by lightning and he jumped like 12 feet in the air because of the supercharged <laughs> legs. So I was thinking, does anyone have legs that are too muscly and too powerful to carry them properly? Like, they're just too fast and they just trip. Wasn't there... <laughs> I might totally be mixing up with science you run, your top Didn't speed. somebody break their own bones because their muscles got too strong for their yeah, arms? It's like, it's similar. All right, next 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 one. Let's get away. I said that's like you see the, the arm wrestlers who will break their their own forearms. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Have you seen that? That's creepy. I don't want to see that. Like pro arm wrestler guys. Um. So this one was actually a little bit of a variation. Oh. Um. This one was does the moon? The phrase has to. Oh, no. Contain or the whole question has to contain Science the phrase. Of our podcast. Does the moon? Does, does the, the moon? moon? And one of either Gavin or Ghoul said. Does the moon ever lose any of its dust? Mm, okay. All right. And the other one wanted to know, why does the moon always make me tired? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say the dust one is Gavin. I'm going to say the tired one is Gavin. You say the tired one is Gavin. Jack, you're in the lead. Woo-hoo! That was yeah. the second most popular choice for why does the moon. And people want to know why the moon makes them tired. <laughs> Does the moon lose its dust? Is always. Do you know what moon dust is called? No. No. What is it called? Regolith. What? You don't know that? Is that a Game of Thrones? Regolith thing? sounds like a superhero who was hit by lightning and now can jump. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. It's uh, jump twelve feet in the air. 
Regolith. Yeah, it's, it's a big uh, problem with spacecraft, uh, like with the Apollo missions. It's uh, very corrosive. Hmm. Yeah, it is a layer of loose, heterogeneous material covering solid rock. It includes dust, soil, broken rock. Isn't dust, soil, and broken rock all the same thing? Yeah, does, that really? sizes. does it not exist on Earth? It's just a moon thing? Uh, I think it's just a moon thing. It's just a moon I, thing? I think it is. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> an, an, extra <laughs> an extraterrestrial thing, I should, I should Yeah, say. Right. an astronaut just retired today. While we play Gavin or Google, let's talk that, about uh, that. Commander smart. Hadfield retired Yeah, today? he's done. He he's did like, no cool, more space missions, right? Dude, he did he's a... He's space oddity on the Yeah, he's space like freaking space oddity on the space station. That is fucking awesome. He, he, I tell you, remember the party that we went to and everybody here was super excited that we had at South By yeah. when Scumbag Steve and Grumpy Cat showed up? I got super excited because the dude from NASA showed up. The, the Mohawk, Mohawk The Mohawk Yeah, guy. we talked about it. I didn't it. see him, yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. like, that guy was like totally starched. But the Hatfield dude is the guy that Ed did the duet with, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. And he was talking about is, it. Is somebody singing, I think is what it's they called. called it, they called his Space Odyssey performance the most expensive music video of all time. <laughs> which is a, it's a great honor. Billion, it would cost billions of dollars billions to make that dollars. happen. So, That's um, funny. Does the moon ever lose any of its dust? Does it? There's no... Would it be bad? No it one knows, Gus. Would it be? I don't know, asking Gavin. Well, like everything on Earth, if it blows up, <laughs> blows away, it lands back on Earth, doesn't yeah. it? Because of the gravity and atmosphere and all that. So, so if like so if a lander comes down and kicks up dust, does it just go off? So, so the moon doesn't have any gravity, so that's why the dust would leave. Well, it, does, it has less gravity, doesn't it? And there's no atmosphere. How are the how are astronauts able to stay on the moon though with less gravity? If there's no gravity in the moon, how do they stay? Well, there's there? enough. This is a common. This is one of like one of the first internet memes, by the way. What? Well, there was a there was a guy who was he had a whole what was it called? Heavy boots was the name of it. Oh the, yeah, remember he, about heavy boots. boots? It was like the biggest science fallacies, and it was how people don't think there's any gravity on the moon. It's like, well, how do astronauts stay on the moon? It's like, well, they have heavy boots. It's like, well, <laughs> and it's like it's it was very weird how many people would give that exact same answer when you asked them why do you, how can astronauts stay on the moon? It's because they have heavy boots, even Whoa. though there's no gravity, according to them. There's clearly gravity on the moon because it's an enormous planetoid, or whatever, whatever you want to call it. What is the actual... It's a satellite. But what do you, nah, it's a satellite because it moves around something else. But what is like uh. the structure of a moon? Is it a planetoid? Sure. Sounds legit. Is moon, is moon an official classification? It's a moon. Like, it was like moon-like... But there are moons of other planets, so sure. Yeah, but like if a moon is like... How big is a moon? Anything bigger than a bowling ball? Anything bigger than a city? I don't know. Yeah, when does it go from being a satellite to being a moon? But no, it is when, when does it go from being an asteroid to being a moon? Right, there you go. Because, I mean, the Earth is a satellite of the sun. Yeah, but isn't moon interchangeable with satellite? No, satellite is, it is what it is. Yeah. It's satellite, it's, it orbits. But all moons do that. Right. A moon is a satellite, Earth is but a not satellite. satellites are moons. Earth is a satellite. In the Venn diagram. So it's a natural satellite. Well, yeah, I guess, I guess more, uh, everything's a satellite. I think what you're, we normally call satellites are artificial satellites that we put up there. By the way, did you know that geosynchronous orbit... <laughs> Is way the fuck out there. Yeah, it's like halfway to the moon. It's far. Yeah, that's crazy. Clo- I don't know why that's crazy to me, but that's crazy. Yeah, I think anything closer, like most things, are just in low Earth orbit, which has, which still has a drag and a decay to it. And there's that layer where they put all the old stuff they don't need anymore. Yeah, the debris cloud that's gonna fucking <laughs> kill someone someday. <laughs> hey, uh, how many like GPS satellites are there? Uh, I think it's like, I don't think it's that many. I think it's like seventeen or something like that. Who owns really? those? Uh, U.S. government. The U.S. It, GPS is a U.S. service. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. So there's no the Russian it, was a, it was a military technology uh, that the government continues to own, and they can shut off at will. I always see here's proliferation of technology. I always heard there was like different classifications of GPS, and they specifically limit them one way or the other. They're either very accurate or very um, quick. 
like rapid, mm-hmm. but you can't get one that's rapid and accurate. Hmm. Also, like you can get one like architectural ones and engineering ones. You can get like get, like down to the inch, but they have to sink for like a minute to get that. But sure, one of your car is faster, point. but it's only accurate to like a hundred feet or so. It's so people can't just build something that is both fast and accurate that can guide something. Also, a lot of consumer uh, GPS units shut down if you get above like one hundred and fifty miles an hour. I have refused to update. Have I ever shown you my app that I have on the phone for my travel app? No. It's called Fog of the World. And we've got one more question left. Gavin, yeah, Google. Yeah. Let's do that, and then I'll come back and talk okay. to you, tell you about Fog of the World. Fog of the World. Uh, I want to thank you. Cool I want to remind world. everyone that our lava cakes are brought to us by Ryle.com. <laughs> mm. God, it's funny how something what? can be we so probably- good on the first bite. And it tastes like diabetes by like the fifth bite. We should look at and see what Ryle.com is before. You're oh, that's a good point. It's not, we're not sponsored by Ryle.com. <laughs> that's a joke. It's Ryle from the website. All right, Gavin or Google, I'm up uh, one to nothing. Um, brag about it. Let me see here. Okay, so the last one is I'm trying to decide if I want to do the tiebreaker or do the other one. Um, well, maybe you guys go lucky and we'll have to do both of them. All right. Um, is it possible? Was the phrase that I gave to both Gavin or Google. Is it possible? One of them wanted to know, is it possible to get a tan on your eyes? The other wanted to know, <laughs> is it possible for a man to get pregnant? Uh, I'm going to say... Shit. Uh, those are both so fucking Shit. stupid. <laughs> that's that's the problem. I'm going to say... <laughs> Fuck. Uh, <laughs> the pregnancy one is Gavin. Man, what do you say? I want to say pregnancy is Gavin, but I don't think that's... I, I'm going to go with tan, tan on eyes. Is what? Is Gavin. Jack wins 2-0. to zero. Hey. What else if a man could get pregnant? <laughs> do you know, do you why do you think eyeballs can get tan? I just want to say, did you know that was the <laughs> second most popular question asked? And some variation of can a man get pregnant was three of the top eight. Jesus. That people want to know if a man could get pregnant. I thought Google. my question was decent. Holy Everything shit. else, the pigment color changes, doesn't it? Do you have <laughs> eye pigment? Have you ever seen someone with tan eyes? I don't know. I've never seen someone who stares into the sun for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, Gavin. <laughs> he got you. And you would know he because they would you. have tan on their eyeballs. Some people have... If you had, like, really small sunglasses that just fit over, like, yeah. people so you could, like, turn around and look at the sun. <laughs> like, totally pitch black contact lenses that bounce all the UV rays, so you could just lay there with your eyes open. I bet it would happen. White stuff fades in the sun. Fades to what? Yellow. Is your white... Does white fade to yellow? Yeah. yeah. You ever had, like, a, a white poster and the sun goes on so, it for, like, three years? I goes, would say it yellow. It's not that it fades to yellow. What is fade implies fade implies going to white or to black. What? What? So you can only fade to black or white? Yeah, right. You're, you're either removing color. You're either removing pigment. Fade or to you're color. removing light. You fade to color. That's a thing. You fade to color. Like what? Like red turns to blue? <laughs> no, I'm asking. I don't understand what you you're can saying. fade. Like no, he's talking about like if you. So fade, if like, you lay on the stop. sun to get darker, why don't they call it fading? No, like. <laughs> <laughs> I do understand what he's saying, like, if you have a sign out in the sun for, like, a decade, that, yeah. that like, the, the red, the sharpness of the red will eventually fade to a, 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 to what? a wider version of the red, though. Well, a darker That's what one. you're thinking. No, no, wait. Yeah, white or black. But cream goes brown. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, we gotta get off this. <laughs> Okay, get off this. Right, All right, that was Gavin or Google. Congratulations <laughs> to our reigning champion. This is Jack Patillo with two L's. Well done. What, did you, what were you talking about? Okay, so I have Fog, Fog of the, the World. Okay. It's an app that I got for my iPhone, which is 
I think I've already talked about this before, but it's like in an MMO when you play and you enter a new region, everything is black, and then you, when you explore it, you open up the different parts of the map. Just, just saying the name of this app, I know exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like that for the real world. That and is so awesome. you travel around, and you can see exactly where you went, and the more area that you go, it unlocks certain levels, and uh, it doesn't work in a plane. So that's what you're, uh, like, it works via GPS, yeah. and when I get up high enough and fast enough, it won't work. Surely it's just the height and not the speed at that no, point. No, it's speed. Yeah, you think so? Mm-hmm. I, I've heard, like, in the documentation. I can understand it. why they wouldn't want a GPS to work over, like, 500 miles an hour. That would make sense yeah. to me. Not that a plane goes 500 miles an hour. I don't even know how fast a commercial jet goes. They can. No? Yeah, I think when you're on, uh, like, an intercontinental flight, uh-huh. you get up that fast. Yeah? I know the cruising altitude, but I don't know the cruising speed. I wonder why that is. So are you saying you don't put your phone on plane mode when you get on the plane, Bernie Burns? Never do. <laughs> never, ever, ever do. Man, this last Did I tell you that I got... I got Screwed over by that? Did I, did I tell you the way that that no. happened? Oh, is that, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The, the thing in Mexico picked yeah, up, Yeah, right? we're finally on the Arizona border, and I picked up a, uh, a Mexican carrier, and it checked my email. <laughs> so And I had data roaming on. So, so I got, like, charged 80 bucks good. to check email. So it good. did work. I got charged $800. So it worked to 500 miles an hour. His email did, not the fucking GPS. <laughs> what the, what, what's it doing? How's it getting the email? You, oh. Gavin, do you think you get email via GPS? Oh, God. Well, isn't it the same network, the same data? No, not at all. In no. fact, if you were trapped out in the middle of Yosemite National Park, you could not get a, a cell phone signal or a data signal, but you'd be able to find your blue dot, Yeah. which GPS probably work. wouldn't be all that helpful, except you could tell you're going in the same direction because well, you'd be a blue dot on a grid. Your compass will work. Compass. How do you say it? Compass. 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 We just put out that RTAA literally this compass. last week. Compass. Your comp. Oh yeah, compass. that's right. Your compass would still work. What's GPRS? That's a network. That's also GRPS, I think, isn't it? I think you're thinking about the role-playing game. <laughs> is, is that what you're thinking? Yeah, I think you're so right. GPRS is like a network, like Edge. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a the, simil- it's the it sounds similar. Yeah. It's the, the really slow one. Yeah. So yeah. That's different to GPS. Yeah. Right. Oh, fair play. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Also, guppies don't run on GPS. <laughs> They're just fish. They run on fish flakes. That's it. I want to show this to Jack, though. You can see, like, everywhere that I've been, you can see, like, like that's a road trip I took from... Oh, that's cool. That's a road trip I took from San Francisco to Austin when Ashley moved here. That is really And then, cool. like, you zoom in all the way in Los Angeles. You can see everywhere I go in Los Angeles. Oh, wow. And it has, like, it lights it all up. So but it, it doesn't give me enough, like, you yeah. drive down a road, it gives you the road. Yeah, it should give you kind of, like, a spread when you no. walk. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's like like in like in a World of War or uh, Warcraft. Like when you walk around like through the forest, it opens yeah, like up a, a zone. Hole. Yeah, yeah, like, I get that. Like, you're feel, basically anything you can see is what it should. The open achievements up. in the game, which who cares about iPhone achievements? Yeah, that fucking game center on the iPhone. I hate that thing because it like gets in the way when it says "Welcome oh, back." Absolutely, I fucking hate that. No way to turn that off. Have you started playing? There's a sorry, I'm I'm sorry, I'm totally going off rails here. There's an iPhone game called Star Command. I don't know if you have played it yet. Sounds like, like I'd like that. Two ninety nine or something. But you essentially, it's like Star Trek. You are the captain of a ship, and you have to move crew around. You can make them, like, work on weapons, work in engineering, or work, like, in the medical base. Sounds like field. FTL. Uh, and FT- FTL, does it infuriate you 75% of the way like FTL does? Um, yeah, this game's, this game's rough. This game has a lot more of the ship-to-ship combat. It's a lot more about managing your people, fighting other people, and the ship combat is, like, the watered downside. Okay. So it's like an inverse FTL. Uh, and anytime you like all the different weapons fire like in a different mini game like you have a laser cannon where it's like these three circles and you have to like tap each circle when they line up to make all your lasers fire there's a machine gun that's like a small circle orbiting around a big one and you have to tap it like in a precise moment to make your machine guns fire at the right time really yeah so like each weapon is like its own little mini game when it comes time to fire them it's kind of cool it's pretty neat do you recommend it 
Yeah, it's fun. What's I mean, a, what's an iPhone ga- app like an iPhone game that you play and you play? Doodle Jump. Do you still play Doodle Jump? <laughs> it's the only game I ever played. On I my still phone. update that. I haven't played it in yeah. years. I still update it every time. I've been yeah. playing the uh, the Simpsons Tapped Out, which is basically their version of Farmville. Oh, is that that egg thing you're always playing? Yeah, out? yeah. I You're addicted, I, aren't you? I played that. I'm Actually, addicted. I played Bad Piggies. So that was good. Yeah, Jack is, Jack hits a Twitter every now and then. And he's asking people for <laughs> eggs, and he's like, "Well, because they're super excited about they, it." They do like uh, they do like limited time event things, mm-hmm. where if you don't get everything in that limited time, it just goes away, and you can't get it again. Yeah. So I've been begging people to help me out. In Listen, I'm not I'm not making making fun of you. I just loaded that stupid game Flock because oh, yeah? I now can get my last two achievements in Flock after five fucking years. I can get them. What was what was holding you back? Uh, well, I'm making. I think I'm gonna make some videos of it. I'm gonna explain it, but basically. I got my first achievement in 2008, was that right? Something like that? 2009, so four years. And I, I needed to play uh, multiplayer for the last 20 levels, because there's 55 single player, 20 multiplayer. But this game is so, such a pain in the ass that the multiplayer is only local. Oh, on man. the same screen, not even split screen, on the same goddamn screen. Jesus. And you want to you kill everything related to the game by the time you're done. So I had to get that, and then there's like a, one extra achievement of like completing crop circles and that. And I got all that done. Like, I had to perfect every level in single player. And I perfected, like, with two joysticks, I perfected, like, the first three levels of the multiplayer stuff. But my kid was too young to play it with because I didn't want to, like, him to hate me. But, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and uh, so while I was waiting to find someone who would play with me, I lost my USB stick before oh, cloud no. saving. And I, I lost two things when I lost that that were significant. I lost my flock save, which I didn't have backed up for some reason. And I lost my completed Mass Effect 2 save. Oof. That, yeah, that hurt. So when Mass Effect 3 came out, I didn't, I didn't have that anymore. So. Brutal. Sucks. Yeah. And someone's going to correct me in my time that I didn't play Mass Effect 2 in 2008. You're right, I didn't. I was waiting like a year to find someone to play Flock with. Nobody would fucking play that game with me. It was one of the first titles that I requested that Michael play for Rage Quit mm-hmm. was this game Flock. It's you wouldn't so, need to play that with you for a long time. It is so aggravating. Yeah, we so filmed aggravating. some stuff with like... A let's play for the podcast years ago. Me yelling at Joel. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Know if, I don't think it ever got released. We didn't release that let's play. No, yeah. no. I think I saw that. I think I saw footage of that. Yeah, somewhere. yeah. I feel like I've seen that. Did like Joel didn't know what he was doing. Yeah, and we were just yelling at him. He's knocking yeah. sheep into the water, and I was like, yeah. it's 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 one of the most infuriating games. But what the game you just described to me reminded me of a game I played as a kid. It was a Commodore sixty four game uh, by Accolade, and it was called Sci Five Trading Company. Sci Dash Five mm-hmm. Trading Company, and you had like a ship, and you would like have different departments. And different crew chiefs, and you tell them to do certain stuff. It was a pretty cool game. Hmm. I'm sure it doesn't hold up. It was like less than 8-bit graphics. Yeah, so. I'm sure. Yeah, uh, yeah I've, I've been swinging a lot more to playing more iPhone games lately. I guess since I'm like, traveling a bit. I've been on the road. I'm playing a lot, of, a lot of Star Command. There's another game. It's like it's weird. It's not a kind of game I would normally play uh, called Elements. It's like a collectible card game, but like on an iPhone with virtual cards. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I might make fun of you for that. Yeah. I normally it's will make nerdy. fun of people for no. the gaming choices. It's pretty nerdy. Wasn't Star Command the game that was on Kickstarter that caught a lot of crap? Like they like they, they they were announcing stuff that wasn't true or something, or they changed up things after people donated money. Mm, I don't know. I'd heard there, there was some that. game that just released. I think it was Star Command. <clears throat> That's a new game, right? I don't know. Huh. All right. I, I just found it a week ago, so okay. maybe I'll it look it up. Yeah. Let's talk about something else. Let's see if I can but I heard it was good. I heard it was a good game, but it was one of those things where like the people behind it were kind of just being dicks to people on Kickstarter. Oh, that's like sucks. after they were donating money, they'd be like, "Oh, well, you'll get it whenever you get it." It is very possible to do a Kickstarter and not understand the weight of some of those rewards that you give out. Yeah. Um, specifically on Kickstarter, if you overpromise physical rewards, then like some Kickstarters, like up to eighty percent 
of the money they raise goes back to funding rewards, mm-hmm. you know, that aren't related to the product, you know. Yeah, and, uh, and physical fulfillment is really difficult. And people don't know that until they do it. Yeah, well, like we, even we know that physical fulfillment is difficult. And last year I made the stupid mistake of promising to mail people their RTX badges. <laughs> And that was a huge pain in the ass. Man. Yeah, it so are, sucked. Are we doing that this year? No. <laughs> All right. You'll get it at you get you'll get your RTX badge at the door. Bring your email confirmation, <laughs> and we'll just scan it. Yeah. No, we we had a nice little we had a uh, whole like line in here. People stuffing those ballots. I remember stuffing the envelopes. Mm-hmm. That was a whole day, and that was we're gonna have. And that was up to that point. Like it was an ongoing deal after yeah. that. Yeah. Like I still do them like on a weekly basis, and go down to the post office. We'd have like we'd have like three times the amount that we took like what four or five hours for just that that group of people to do. Yeah. Wow. How often do you vacuum? Uh, I try to about once every other week. How, how douchey is a Roomba? Um, I can't use a Roomba. Like, I don't have enough rooms in my house that are at the same level as other rooms oh, to right. make it justified. Because you re- moved recently. Yeah. But you have this step in your house that yeah. is too inconvenient for any purpose other than to trip on. That house was built in 1932. I trip down it. I trip up it. And it's been added on to twice. So it's like, <laughs> okay. it's like sectional house. And whoever was the Sims manager who did it, like, was fucking not nah, fucking. Put this for. So I really want one though. I really want to. I, I just I, think I'm, I was trying to figure out how douchey are you they. You should look at a Mint as well. There's another, I, another robot they make. I Mint. had a Roomba that I used uh, strangely enough as my alarm clock. Why? Because I you can't turn it off and it's gonna come in your room and wake you up. <laughs> it's like your alarm clock. You can get snooze. Like the Roomba goes off. You're like fuck, and you can't fall back asleep because that thing's just making noise like crazy. Like all right, I'm up. See that. There's some stuff I do on a regular basis that, like, to me, is like, this is the future. Getting woken up by my robot servant, that, you live in the future. <laughs> you live in the future. What, what do you think your, what do your dogs think about that, the Roomba? Um, he was fine. Like, uh, I don't have the Roomba anymore. Oh, yeah, okay. what do your dogs think so, uh, <laughs> of the Roomba? But, like, well, whenever yeah. the Roomba would go off, the dog would find something to jump on. Like, oh, yeah? Like, he didn't hate the Roomba, but he knew that it would disturb his sleep. So he would have to get somewhere, like, a little higher. Okay. Get out of the way. Because I, I have a laminate floor and it gets dusty so fast, and I just hate seeing it. Why don't you get a rug? Because then a rug gets minging, doesn't it? I found that awesome rug though. That, that thing was get. like eight hundred bucks. It's a rug. It, Flooring is expensive. <laughs> Who's going to spend eight hundred dollars on a piece of carpet that's not even very? You big? apparently very soon. You right. uh, oh, let's not spend eight hundred bucks on a rug. So let's buy a four hundred dollar robot vacuum but, that but, wanders around like a hockey puck. I sweep like every other day because I hate seeing. Can dust. I make a recommendation? What? Get a leaf blower and blow that shit out. You're not helpful. No, that's a that's a don't yeah. you, doesn't your your house was built your room was built into a garage. Do you not still have that big opening bay door? No. Oh, that's gone. <laughs> oh, that makes it harder. You should just cover your floor with sand. So that would be like a beach. Yeah, it's that's how it started. Dirty. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, then you, you don't know. You that's how that's how it started. They right? just shoveled it all the sand. Was it yeah. sand initially? It was sanded with bricks on top. It was all like <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> just but, got rid of the bricks and stuff the sand. But I think I'm gonna get one. A little tiki torch? I think we need to get a... Get a Roomba. Yeah. You work hard. Do it. And I, I think uh, one day when I'm done with it, I'm going to strap a GoPro to the top of it and then set it free and see where it goes. <laughs> You'd be really unimpressed. <laughs> what? You would see your room in like circles from a low angle. I mean, no, that's all you get to see. the door. Like he, he's talking about, like put it in the street. Yeah. And just let how it would go. you like put it outside and see where what it do goes? You mean, set it free? Well, yeah. How, how like after you... so many years of service? Yeah. Like you'd be like, like Khaleesi. <laughs> Wait, how, how would you name your leader and bring it to me? You choose your own name now. How would you get your GoPro back, though? Would you put like a collar on it? <laughs> like, <laughs> you could be, you, you could be known as Mother of Vacuums. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it would, how, far would it, how far would it go? I don't know. How far would it go? Way. How many miles per gallon does a fucking Roomba get? 
You would set it free. It would start its own colony somewhere. It would just start knocking on people's doors like, how's your floor? And <laughs> <laughs> your floor me. is 20 bucks. <laughs> it would vacuum the backyard. What if it just went, it became self-aware and then started working? <laughs> so I, I just realized, I just looked at my phone. I got a text from my wife about 35 minutes ago that said, go wash your fucking hands. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. right? Because she says, like, she doesn't want you to bring that gallium home or thallium or whatever it is. It's fine, it's clean. Uh, basically, I looked up this uh, hubbub. This is on uh, Australian Kotaku. Australian. It's Kotaku. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> they're talking about Star Command, and they say, um, once you build a ship and hire your crew, this is the initial promise on, on Kickstarter, uh, you can travel deeper into new sectors to explore the mysteries of the universe. Players can discover strange planets, conduct away missions, explore derelict ships, and conduct diplomacy with strange civilization. Does that sound at all like the game you're playing? No away missions, no yeah. real diplomacy. No. Kataka just says, nope, that's not in the product available today. What was billed initially as a sweeping space epic is now just a space combat simulator, albeit a pretty damn good one. Yeah, there's even, like, you can pull up details on your crew members, and, like, they build skills, like, there's, like, an RPG element where they get new abilities as they get better at their different tasks. Dude, I overthink that stuff way too much. There's yeah. a tab that you can hit called, that's labeled Contraband, and when you touch it, it just says Coming Soon. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's obvious that there's stuff, I guess, that they're still patching in. Hmm. Well, this is the thing. I'm saying people lay down money for a game in development, and then the game that's out isn't what they thought. That's a pretty typical thing in game development, that what you ship isn't exactly what you set out to make, but at least the customer has the choice of choosing to buy it after that yeah. takes place. Also, the customer doesn't have those weird expectations. Yeah. Like, you're marketing for yeah, the Yeah, you do. I have. You remember like we what? talked about, remember Oni, when they cut out the level with the Ed 209 or whatever the hell oh, that thing yeah. was? That was a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you see some stuff that gets cut eventually. Um, I think was, it's also like that recent thing, the Aliens Colonial Marines. Oh, yeah. That people were up yeah. in arms about. Oh, yeah, no, what was that about? I remember they, they, people, sh- they showed a demo of those. It was like visually incredible. It was like, like really awesome lighting effects, real creepy, atmospheric, and then the actual game came out and it was just nothing near nothing that. Same. If you look at the side-by-side video, be comparing the demo to the actual gameplay, it's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, it's really crazy when you see stuff in a game and it's not there. Like, in, It wasn't in the original Gears of War that they had. What's the big thing with the rockets on it that you fight? Oh, no. yeah. Um, the starts with a B. Yeah. Brumac, yeah. Brumac, yeah. Like, that, you never fought that in the first one, yeah, right? It was like a cutscene where it's chasing you and you drive away. Right. And there was, like, scenes where people were, like, you're going to fight this thing as a big boss, and just, nope, never happened. And then, like, the second, and third game, you're, you know, like, you're trying to stop a bomb on a train. Next thing you know, you're on a train. <laughs> like, like, there's the bomb's general... over there. Like, what? Yeah, he's on the train. It's like, yeah, what train? What? <laughs> what? Where, where am I? Where are we? That was so weird. Yeah, they're keeping that franchise going, too, huh? Oh, yeah. I still have a judgment. I'm, still, I'm about to finish Tomb Raider. Have you played Tomb Raider? No. Fucking great game. Really? Yeah? I'm almost done with it. Uh, I'll probably finish it tonight, actually. Um, and then once I'm done with Tomb Raider, I'm going to jump into Gears of War Judgment. She gets absolutely mullered in that game. Yeah. Have you played it? I put, I'm halfway through. It's, I'm like, uh, I really like it. It's got a lot of like stealth elements where you got to like sneak around and like pick people off. And the way they do, like they call it um, like combat instincts, like left bumper. Yeah. Like the way they do where you can like survey the land and see what's going on is, is re- it's really cool mechanic. Do you not think it's, there's stealthy? too much ammo? Yeah, I've never run out of ammo. You think there's I, too much ammo? Yeah, yeah like you go to pick up ammo, it's like, it's full. Oh my god. And you've got like four different weapons that are constantly full on ammo. Yeah. So, like, I, I wish it was more like, you were you, you had to choose between one and two weapons, you didn't necessarily have your I end up on. using grenades all the time, I like, use shooting grenades. I just like using the bow and arrow. I use the bow constantly, whenever Dude, possible. that bow and arrow is awesome. We had a, we had a good let's play. Yeah, we did a let's play, and it was one of those things where I knew I wasn't going to do well, but I just grabbed a bow and arrow, because it's pretty much a one-shot kill. That's all I did you the whole game. Mark, no, I, I, I picked Gavinoff in the air. He was jumping between two platforms, and I got him in the air and pinned him to a wall. 
It was incredible. Oh, it does that? The thing I like best about like a bow and arrow in any game is you can see where you hit them. Yeah. Like you get the arrow sticking out of their head or something I, like that. Did you I ever love play, that. I played a game, it was a Die Hard game, Die Hard Vendetta on the GameCube, and that was one of the first games I saw where you could shoot someone with a crossbow and it'd just be like, I was like, that is gross. I wish that was like more, if they can do that, why can't they do that with like gunshots? I guess that changes the texture. Or a little well, bit. bullet holes. Yeah, like a bullet hole, but like, I don't know. Yeah, con- consoles can't do bullet holes very well. Like, I feel like when I shoot somebody in the neck with an arrow, it's like, ah, I got him in the neck, but I never <laughs> had that feeling with a gun. That's why in Skyrim I played an archer exclusively. Although, the new army of two is nothing like the previous two. You can, like, you can blow people's hands and limbs off, and you can blow their head off, but like, just above the chin. Yeah, I'm not into that. <laughs> yeah, it's too much sometimes. Like, Left 4 Dead has that too, where like, you hit somebody in the stomach and their guts spill out, and it's just like, yikes. Yeah. It's a little too much for me. I just like the dopey arrow between the eyes. Like in Skyrim, when I load somebody's nose up with arrows, yeah. I just think it's hilarious. <laughs> I just played uh You know, it, you can't shoot a cock in Skyrim with an arrow. What's that? You shoot someone's knob, and it'll go into their leg or their stomach. Oh, I feel like that's inaccurate. Uh, we tried to make a boner video, and it, we couldn't do it. Oh, I shot, I shot stuff up with people's butts all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we thought that was funny. Where's your dick? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> up a butt. Come on, Gavin. The, uh, uh, but I just played uh, Far Cry 3... Blood Dragon. That's yeah, I gotta play that. That is the arcade release for Far Cry Three, and it's all '80s themed, like over the top '80s themed. It is a blast. And dude. you do not need the retail version of Far Cry no. Three for that. It's an nope. XBLA game. I'm now playing Far Cry Three because I finished Blood Dragon. Oh, Far Cry I, I finished in, like a day too. Totally worth it. I walked in on Jeff playing it, and I was stuck on the couch next to him for about two hours. Mm-hmm. It was top. Yeah, I'm I'm so behind on these other games. Like, I got I still haven't played Mass Effect Three. Sit. Yeah. Uh, Citadel. No, I supposed, haven't either. This is supposed to be the damn slow period of you, games. Like you bugged the shit out of me. You were telling me to play that about game. Leviathan. So we, oh, what's between Leviathan and Citadel? A different DLC. Well, I know, but I mean, it's like why? I thought one was like the critical one. The Citadel uh, is critical. Citadel's the last one that they are going to release. But Leviathan had backstory as far as the Reapers. I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, I was so into the Mass Effect franchise, but once they started putting multiplayer in there, I just didn't care anymore. Mass Effect Three multiplayer is so fucking good. It's good. Yeah. yeah. So good. Joel and Finch it's play that all mode. the time. Yeah, but there's different classes you unlock, nah. different skill sets, nah. and then you can, you can build your character's skill tree. It's really fucking good. We did a Let's Play on that a long time ago, and Michael only cut to my screen when I was on the floor. <laughs> oh, Michael. Dude, we, did, did uh, the Grand Theft Auto Let's Play go? GTA Let's Play. There's, a, there's a Grand Theft Auto Let's Play. I think it went up today. It's amazing how much fun you can have in a five-year-old oh, game. Oh, my God. It's yeah? up, it up on the tough. Let's Play channel, YouTube.com slash Let's Play. YouTube.com slash Let's Play. I think the multiplayer was kind of skipped over in, in GTA because of the achievements were so crap in it and nobody mm-hmm. wanted to do it. But just free roaming with five of your friends... So much fun. Mm-hmm. So it's like like two guys on a motorcycle, and then a dude in a helicopter, and then someone in a car. It's just it's. I remember when Michael first started for us, and they uh, they were they were doing those uh, Saints Row mm-hmm. let's plays. Those yeah, were a lot of fun. Those some of the first let's plays we did. So What's that? God, that, that was game, like the first let's plays. So we did. fucking fun. Saints Row. Yeah. You know, I gotta find a copy of Saints Row because I guess I finished all that on disc and not on downloadable game on demand. I thought I did, but I didn't. So I gotta find a disc so I can get the last DLC. I never played the last one. Oh, I played uh, Gangsters in Space, third? but not the clones uh, one. I, I, I can lend you my disc. I got it. You mentioned huh? the new. Yeah. The I don't new, have it here. I'll bring it tomorrow. The new Gears of War, and you haven't played that, right? No. It's. I think it's the best one. It's right here. Really? really I think the the multiplayer by far. Like I, I never got into Gears of War on in multiplayer in the first three because people were just too good and that was mm-hmm. crap. But it actually feels like you could do well in this one. Back when during Gears of War one days, I remember we used to stay up late. We'd play with uh, the Penny Arcade guys. It's fucking cheaters. You remember that? <laughs> no, we did. <laughs> I love that torque bow so much. Everyone yeah. loved the torque bow. That was a problem. 
It was like it was like a, a game full of torque bows. That, can I tell you that is legitimately the only game that I've ever seen Robert Koo be good at, and he was yeah. really good. He's saying he's he would always be giggling, like mm-hmm. fucking moving cover to cover. That and yeah. ping pong. Yo, and ping pong, yeah. yeah. Are we ever going to play those guys in ping pong? I hope not. I don't know. There's something I could... I saw Koo the other day, and... I'm, can we talk about what Koo was... Well, anyway, maybe you can't tell it, because you never know. They do so much reality stuff that maybe... Yeah. I saw something, and I, I'm not sure if I can talk about it, because yeah. they might be part of the show coming up. Yeah, they launched a new Kickstarter. No, their Another podcast one? Kickstarter. Yeah, for their podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With, the with, with a $10 goal, which they met, surprisingly, somehow. A $10 goal. Yeah, their goal was 10 bucks. Seems weird to me. Okay. They, uh, Go ahead, what's wrong? I just don't understand the point of kickstarting a podcast. It's publicity. Yeah, more yeah. than anything, I, I, I could see that. Angle. See, that reminds me like... But it's like you're, you're getting paid for your own publicity then. You're getting paid for... Your, it's, listen, Kickstarter comes with a certain amount of publicity. Then it oh, we makes people, talking about it, yeah. Listen, it makes That's people genius. aware of a project. They all go, they read about the project. We could put up a goddamn page on our website, talk all about a project, when it was coming out, all that stuff. Doesn't matter. It's like they can't... But people, when they see Kickstarter, they understand... They like, all right, pay this, do this. I understand. That's like a billboard that someone pays you to put up. The thing Pretty is much, like their, their Kickstarter was like for three weeks or four weeks or whatever for this podcast, which launches in December 2013. Hmm. It's like it, it, there's not that much lead time. They obviously have a reality production going. They have equipment. I mean, and it's a it's a big company. We understand what operating a company on the internet's like. Yeah, I'm sure they have the. How much the is the embrace? Do you know yet? Uh, last I checked, I think it was like eighty-eight thousand dollars. Get out of here! I've actually got it here on my phone, bookmarked. I will See, tell th- you. Th- that's funny because it reminds me of. Uh, do you remember when Kevin Smith sold Red State? Oh yeah, yeah. And then he bought it. Yeah, yeah. So Kevin Smith at <laughs> Sundance said he was going to auction off the rights to his movie after the first screening of his movie. Ninety-three thousand dollars. And uh, he he went up on stage after the movie's over. He's like, "All right, let's start the bidding. I bid one dollar. Auction closed. I win." Yeah. In front, of, in front of like all these people who had come, like all these different production companies that come, like all these you know publishers, they were like. Uh, That's like him backing out of his idea. I, I don't know what it was exactly, and then, then that was when he toured around the country with it, and uh, I, I guess it didn't do very well because he apparently he just finished writing Clerks three, so because that was going to be his last movie, he was going to do that, and then um, there was a, a, a hockey movie he's doing. We talked about Clerks three on the show that I was on with him. Talked about oh, really? yeah, he's doing it, but I thought he was going to do it in a different way. I know they're doing that. Uh, they're doing a cartoon silent James Silent Bob thing right now, right? And then, uh, but apparently today Jeff was saying that uh, they just finished writing. Uh, he just finished writing Clerks Three. Yeah, he posted a shot of the script. Okay. One of the best things about I Vine, thought Clerks Two was great, by the way. Clerks Two was great. Clerks yep. Two was really good, surprisingly good. It was an appropriate follow up. Yeah, for I will sure. Forever remember Rosario Dawson in that role. <laughs> I play that. You play that all the time. Yeah, the, the, one of the, the I, uh, I was never. Scene. I'm not a big Rosario Dawson fan, but man, she was. She was awesome in that movie. It's funny because the main the main actor in that movie is not an actor. Like the guy's Dante. He's not a, a you know a you really tell. good actor. Yeah. Wow. So. <laughs> you just blew my mind. Information. <laughs> you know, he's also not a good actor. Tobey Maguire. Oh, he's so bad. And what, why did that come up? I saw I saw Great Gatsby this weekend. And he's, he's just a, a robot walking through that special movie. guest. Tobey Maguire. Hey, hey. hey. Wow, this is awkward. <laughs> Can I tell you something I'm tired of? I went, we went and saw a movie recently. Gavin and I went and saw Iron Man three in the theater, and. Lovely I'm, movie. I'm, I'm done with sitting through credits for those fucking button scenes at the end. They're never worth it. I, I know it's unpopular. They're not fucking worth it. I thought it. the Iron Man 3 one was fun. Not at all. You know, apparently they put in fake credits for Iron Man 3 to just pad the length of it. Oh, my no, God. No, that's even worse. Yeah. I hate it now. That sucks. I didn't know I that was, at the I time. Br- that's bull. They can't do that. They can't. Apparently, apparently they didn't. Didn't. I was on your side until, until you said they uh, did. Apparently they did. When does anyone ever get to that scene and then walk away like, whoo, everyone's usually like, it's always this, it's always like this, it's like a t- one minute scene. At the end of it, it's like, ha ha, 
But it's like, no, yeah. it's like, there's well, like nothing the, in that scene. Yeah, it's usually like, like, okay, okay, the end of Iron Man uh, 1, when Nick Fury shows up. That was the first time you saw Nick Fury. And the, the, by the way, that, was, that cool. was not the end of Iron Man. That was the end of all of those movies. No, I'm was, saying I'm tired of it. They have okay. beaten it to but death. But I mean, Iron Man 1, the first time like Sam it. Jackson pops up as Nick Fury. Like it was oh, absolutely shit. cool. That like, was cool. I like the button on the Avengers where they're all eating the shawarma. Yeah, yeah. Nope. I like it. It's always a letdown after the credits. It's like, I sat through the credits for that. This motherfucker made me sit through the credits of Wreck-It Ralph. Ah, to see I that. thought it was clever. Uh, I see that thing at the end of Wreck It Ralph. I, I was enjoyed like, it. It it's is clever. It's not eight minutes clever. It's okay. the equivalent well, it's like watch it on DVD or home. Uh, yeah, or just, like, just tell me next time. Just tell me. Okay. Well, tell me not, not, I didn't realize you were gonna go with your kids and like sit there and like force them to sit and like don't move. We're watching this. Like no, it's that's it's not. No, that's not that good. It's the equivalent of watching it on YouTube. A 30-second video, but wait in six minutes for it to buffer. <laughs> I think it's the same payoff. Imagine like, if, like, when you get to that YouTube video that's a one-minute video, and there's, like, a four-minute trailer in front of it, if you had to watch the yeah. four-minute trailer every time. We're, the one-minute video would never be worth it. Were you going to say something about Vines? People are saying they want to hear what you were going to say about Vine. <sighs> oh, we were talking about Jason and Bob, and I was saying that my favorite thing about Vine is Jason Muse because it is like someone just gave a phone to, <laughs> to Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. It's just the same dude. He's funny. Yeah. Funny dude. Yeah. <laughs> He's uh the best vines. I, I really have never seen any good vines. Still, I mean, I hate to be. I saw one. What? I saw one. The the Will Sasso ones, the lemon ones are good. We have a friend that works at uh, Playboy who sent me a a good one. Oh. I guess it's did like, you? It's, did a, it's a vine run by a, a playmate, and it's just what you expect. Really? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> the best use of vine so far. Okay. Vine is a valid technology Fair now. Fair play, as Gavin <laughs> has the say. gust stamp of approval yes. on it. I was like, yes, I will use vine now. Nice. So vine is an app you have, you have to download, right? Yes, but if you're using Twitter, uh, it'll like load natively. Yeah. Okay. Unlike like, Instagram, which it, you, not. Instagram stop used to. Everyone, yeah. you need to stop using Instagram. But you know what? I think because I'm sick of having to click on those links. I don't look at them. You're only saying that from the perspective of a Twitter user. There's a lot of people who use Instagram who don't go near Twitter. Yeah. yeah. That's all they do. Also, like some some Twitter apps will will include it. Like I use Echo Phone on my phone instead of the Twitter app. Why? And it, it, I think it was one of those things. I was the first before Twitter had an official app. I just had that. Yeah, and I, I used to use of, Echo Phone too. Yeah. yeah Apparently, yeah, D. Devon Tees has a. Uh, Vine account. So. See, I'm sure that's a good step of approval too. I will be back shortly. Nice. I'll be back in six seconds. Yeah, it's really <laughs> frustrating to me. You know, I understand why they don't do it, but it's really frustrating to me when people, when I see an Instagram, it's like, I'm not going to click it because <laughs> it sounds stupid. It's like, it's going to like take me to a page. It's going to wait. It's going to load. It's like when it just loads natively, it's, it's so much easier, so much, yeah. so much nicer. I'm so lazy. Same thing with vines. Like I used to not click on any vines, and now they'll load. Like if you click on the tweet, they'll be like, "Whoop, there it is, right there." Nice. And I like in the app, you don't even have to play them. It's just it, it will just play stops. whatever one is yes. in front of your eyes. Yeah. I think the reason why people like Instagram is because it's got the like feature. But I, mean, I think that's the main reason why people like it. One of the best things about following. Stop defending them. <laughs> I'm not defending. I'm just saying why people use it. If I don't use it. I'm really happy. I'm. I. I feel like I've missed like the now the zeitgeist of. of Instagram, and now it's like Vine. Now I feel the pressure to go to Vine. I'm not doing it. I'm no, not going to do it. There's no pressure. I'm not going to do it. No one's doing it. I did one. It sucks. Do you follow any porn stars on Twitter? No. Well, not really. I follow someone who's a penthouse pet, but she does different stuff now. <laughs> I, I just like it because it's... it's but she, she just... I, she had, I didn't know she was cloud. a penthouse pet when I followed her. <laughs> I... I didn't. I honestly didn't know. Was she a button girl? No. Okay. It's so exciting to follow a porn star because they they post pictures all the time, but it's always a gamble. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> like they'll be like, I look really cute right now, and it could just be like them in a dress, or it could be the most disgusting thing you've ever seen. But it's like it's an exciting gamble. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that Reddit. It's like that subreddit, the fifty fifty. Yeah. Where it's like it's either be something really good or something really bad. <laughs> yeah. It's like in fifty fifty, they just post like. 
something really good and something really bad. And you click <laughs> on the link and it's one or the other. But it always seems like it's always bad. Like yeah. the ones no, that get upvoted the most are the bad ones. Yeah, I always see bad ones at 50-50. I, I think, mean, didn't your earwax end up as a 50-50 one time? It did. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> it was like a pile of earwax, also, it's earwax like, or bikini girls. It's like, also, oh, if it's really specific, like some people are bad at descriptions, like 50-50, it's like a naked girl or a guy backlit after he gets hit in the face by tank shrapnel in Iraq. It's like, well, I know which one this is. It's like, I don't think it's naked girl. I have a good feeling it's probably you reala- not that You realize one. now on 50-50 tonight, someone's going to post that, <laughs> and it's going to be the bikini girl. Yeah, so they, show, they show super gore stuff on that. It, that's yeah. what it is. It's typically yeah. super gore. I can't deal with that. Yeah, gore. No? I can't do gore stuff. Yeah, I don't like the, the super gore it's stuff just the worst thing. One of the worst things about the human brain is that you can't undo stuff you've seen. Yeah, I've got I've got videos in my head that I can't get out. I like, want an obliterate the previous ten seconds button for my brain. <laughs> Omega thirteen. Orange monkey eagle. <laughs> Orange monkey eagle, dude. Don't say it. That's awesome. <laughs> Guys, I worry about you every time you say it. It's, it's, it's like the same kind of thing where it's like yeah. you wish you could have like secret code to yeah. will yourself to death with multiple levels of security. Yeah, just and, like the like, aliens. If yeah. you could forget anything from your life, would you? Yes. I forget two girls, one cup. I you know. I really? never saw it. I yeah. saw the reaction videos and I thought, I don't want to see it. I've never seen that video. I have no idea what I was that it is. suspicious because it, it was fake, right? Didn't it come out as fake? I th- what? I think I thought, so. I think it's supposed to be like a, why would it's it like be ice fake? cream it's or like, something. It's uh, like a scat porn, but you can't, I mean, they, they fake it. This, it this like. vomit and doo-doo from the orifices. I think there's some elements that were fake and some elements that were fake. Well, they're like packing pudding up each other's assholes before they shoot. And then... I don't know. <laughs> Bernie's just tuned out. Like he doesn't want to know. Yeah. He doesn't want to think about. I saw it. the reaction videos. That was enough for me. I'm, I'm I was, see. I wasn't suspicious because the most Christian, attractive girl sent me that link. Really? She's yeah. Christian and attractive. And attractive. And she sent you that link. How scandalous! Like you. Did you hook up? A Christian girl. No, I, I hear what he's I saying. Didn't ex- I didn't expect it from bullshit. <laughs> no, there's a source. Like if somebody sent you something, you'd be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Still, that's a. I don't. I'm not keen on that description. Your grandmother's like, here you go, Gavin. <laughs> Look at this, <laughs> Granny. <laughs> so is is Star Trek out? Because people are posting reviews. Of Star comes Trek. out Friday. Comes, yeah, Friday. Comes out Friday. So people are seeing those early. The only thing is, it it might, it might be out in other countries. Yeah, like Iron like, Man three came out. Yeah, Iron Man three came out like a week, a week and a week. half before America. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like you want to be first. Why, yeah, why? why is There's that two things that upset me. Piracy. International. I, I don't consider myself to be racist or. What is it? Ethnocentric? You don't consider like, this about to be really racist. Yeah. What you're about to say two things bother me. Two things bother me. Bothers me when movies, American movies, come out in other countries first. Ameri- Avengers did that mm-hmm. when it comes out in other countries. I don't know why. For some reason, that bothers me. Wait, why did it come it out? Also before? bothers me. This is really specific. When I'm fucking signing up for an account on something or registering software or whatever, and I get to that country scroll down list, and I got to scroll down to all the other countries to get to the United States of America. I don't know why. Can we rename our country? A United States? How yeah. about just America? A, a, a How about United that's it? Just call just it one think, United. Is there another America anywhere out there that we're going to get fucked up well, the Ameri- North with? America, South America, Central America. No. This is America. People the know America. it. So it's just like, but it's like, then you get like a developer, it's like, oh, here's United States, here's UK at the top, then there's that little dash line, there's everybody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. The, wor- the worst thing is for us, because there's so many different names to what people refer to where I'm from, so it's either going to be England or Great Britain or sure. United Kingdom. Sure, well, yeah. And I've got to fi- figure out which one it's going to be. Wait, when G, then you. When I went to uh, when I went to Australia, I had to fill out some like I had to fill out a form, basically a visa type thing to go over there, and I couldn't find United States. Like in the list of all the countries, United States was not in there. It was under USA. And yeah, I was like, God damn I it! I, I, I would type in like I would hit the button, hit UN, and then get down to the list, and it wasn't in there. I was like, where the fuck is it? And it was under USA. And I was like, well, isn't that the name of your country? 
Well, United. I mean, that's the, that's the abbreviated version. Like, oh, every, he's from the UK, though. So. I guess so. But I mean, even then, like nothing else was abbreviated in the list. So, like, why abbreviate ours? So, anyway, I thought it was it was very confusing, and it took me a while to figure out what the hell was. Going <laughs> Someone on. said we should change the name of the country to underscore United States. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the official name of the country. United States space drop underscore table semicolon. Victor, <laughs> victory <laughs> victory one one four zero. About that, right? That's my uh, that's my favorite XKCD. Is Bobby drop tables. <laughs> I gotta say this guy's name again because Jack talked over it and it'll be miserable. Sorry. Victory uh, one one four zero is the guy who said that on that's Twitter. So um, congratulations, sir. You win. So I you get free lava cakes from. <laughs> you <laughs> should look up. I'm like Ryle.com. <laughs> I had an interesting experience when I was in Vegas this last weekend. You went to Vegas. I'm uh, so jealous. I was uh, I was at the Ari. I was playing craps. Oh my god. And the table was a little crowded. It was me, and I was standing next to this guy. How who, the fuck did you deal with that? Who uh, he didn't speak any English. He was like he was from Europe. Obviously, he was wearing like teal pants that were way too tight. Nice. And uh, so we're love crap table. Could have been from Portland. We're <laughs> anytime someone talked to him, he's like no English, no English. He just, he knew numbers. <laughs> that was good enough for him. You never so um, like we're sitting there playing craps, and this uh, this kind of thuggish Mexican guy. <laughs> Like squeezes in between us and starts starts playing. Oh, like, all right, fine. You know, we're playing, we're playing, and then like two of his friends join in and they also squeeze in. There's no room for them. I'm like, fine. I'm like, I'll move over. I'll give you some space. And God says it like he had any choice. Yeah, I had no choice. <laughs> these, these were like, these you know what? Like, I decided I'm gonna give you guys some space. <laughs> allow me to move over. Like, Instead of going like this. <laughs> That's what chips. it was like. It was like face tattoo style. You know? <laughs> your, your hands were on your chips at all times, yeah. weren't they? Okay. So I, I move over a little bit. They're obviously a little drunk. Um, the waitress comes by to ask if everybody wants drinks, and all three of them order like Patron margaritas. There you oh, go. She, the, the waitress takes everyone's drinks orders, and she leaves. And then she comes back to give everyone their drinks. She gives everyone their drinks. And then she's going to walk away, and the guy immediately to my right goes, excuse me, miss, can I ask you a question? To the waitress. I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. Wait, are they talking about the guy who was there before or the Mexican dude? The, the Mexican dude. Okay. The, oh. And uh, they're like, excuse me, miss, can I ask you a question? I'm like, this is going to be good. <laughs> so the waitress comes over and they're like, and she's like, yes, can I help you? And he's like, why have an attitude? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, no. Really? And the waitress is like, excuse me? He goes, why have an attitude? What's wrong with you? You don't like us? She's like, no, I don't have an attitude. And she walks off. I'm like, okay, thank God. That could have gone way worse. Yeah, yeah. For that guy. Yeah, and then she comes back. I. And she goes, you know what? You really pissed me off. <laughs> I didn't have an attitude before. I'm going to have a fucking attitude now. Here we go. So nice. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> is it the Aria? Yeah, I was like, I just colored up. I was like, I'm out. I'm leaving. You didn't like, stay to watch I fireworks? Away. I was like, I do not oh, want to man. be part of this. Oh, really? dude. That's, yeah. when, that's when you just hold on to your chips and be like, all right, this is going to be fun. No, no. I was like, no, 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 you, you made right the right here. move, dude. You made the right uh, move. Oh, no. You gotta like, s- like, she's going to get someone. Like, this is going to be bad. Oh, that's going to be awesome. The Mexican guy standing with the other Mexican Like, I don't have okay, the face tattoos, but I'm like, mm. Yeah. I'm, I don't know these guys. <laughs> they just think you're the bitch, basically. It's what like, they don't let you get a tattoo. So are, are you hooked on craps now? Is that your oh, game? absolutely. Yeah, dude, craps is so much fun. Love it. It's fun when you win. Yeah. Well, it's funny. It's, the thing I love about craps is everyone is rooting for the same thing. Everyone nope. wants the same. Let's play the dark side. Unless you play the dark side, then fuck you. Nope. That, you're, you're that asshole. No, playing. do that. It's, it, I, I mean, played the dark side for often. six hours straight and won more than I've ever won in the casino trip. Oh. But it's because we kept winning, and we just stayed really quiet. Yeah, well, at least you stayed you quiet. You can't cheer, yeah. And you also, you pass the dice, right? You, you don't roll when, you, when you're playing. Well, you can't, you can't roll if you're not playing you pass line. No, you have to play pass line in order to actually roll. You can't play the don't come line if you're... If yeah, you're, you can. Uh, I don't you think absolutely you can. can. Because, you, I mean, that's like saying... Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, it's like you want 
the dice to roll a certain way, either way, regardless of how you play. I could have sworn... Bet, bet. I, okay, yeah, you, that might be true. I, I don't know, but I... I've seen, I, I've seen people... Could be a house rule. I've never yeah. heard that before. It could, could be a house, be house rule. rule. I've seen people play the don't pass line. Who, that, by the uh, way, roll. just to be okay. very brief into craps, craps is one of the most involved games you can play in casino. Dice game, basically, when you start the game, there's no number, and you roll for the first time. If you roll a 7 or 11, you win if you bet on the pass line, and if you don't... Uh, when to get a roll of seven eleven, whatever you roll, as long as you don't want to roll a two three or two 12. three or twelve, that becomes the number that you then have to match in subsequent rolls. That's it. I'm yeah. going to say or is, eleven. Is somebody oh, you said eleven, seven eleven. Sorry, somebody who yeah. doesn't gamble, and I assume there are a lot of people watching who don't gamble. But whenever someone tries to explain gambling, yeah. I get even more confused than before. I try to do that as simple as possible, and I still got lost in it. It's, yeah. I, I, I kind of walk through really it. Complicated until you like stand there. And do it once. Like, yeah. Well, that's oh. like anything. When you put money down, you're invested in it. Yeah. So you before, it before you started talking, my brain was kind of like, uh, and then as soon as you tried to explain it, it's like my no. brain just flipped well, upside down. Normal. Gave up. Went on <laughs> so your brain was your brain was like to begin with, and <laughs> then what happened when I started talking? It went upside down. <laughs> it went upside down. What, what sound did it make when it went upside down? <laughs> okay, good. Fair play. No. <laughs> can, we, can we have casino night at RTX? Do some sort of some sort of thing. It is gaming. That'd be fun. Um, is that legal? You yeah, can't do it for money. No, we do it for what charity. if we, we did charity. it for charity? We could do like fifty bucks to get in, and like you have yeah, prizes we have a for charity something that's involved with RTX this year that we haven't announced. Oh, okay. Maybe we could. Uh, this the best something. idea ever, dude. Idea. I, yeah, I told. Let me, let me get my crabs fixed. Wait, can we roll up in like like those purple like like get, pimp Jack, suits? You can and do whatever stuff. you want. You have to clear with me. I'm not your fucking. Wear whatever you want. I would be down for a casino night. But that would have to be a small thing, and so we'd have to have like some kind of thing where people enter, and like you get a certain amount of chips, and that all goes to charity. Yeah. Okay. We can do that. Yeah, that'd be fun. No promises. No I can promises. Investigate. We're two mo- We're less than two months away from that. That sounds like it would be a great fan event if anybody else wanted to come up with doing that. Dominic, <laughs> I'm wink. To you. Hi, Dominic. There's some cool fan events going on during RTX as well. That's kind of cool. I-, I like that we're hitting the point now where stuff is kind of developing around RTX, like stuff we're not directly involved with is, po- is popping up. We're seeing that. What do you point now? It's been like that the entire time. Well, both RTX years? was made because of fan events. No, no, no I'm saying like specifically like at RTX. It's always been like that. Yeah. There's well, only been two. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, well, yeah. I, I like, yeah, like they're, they're after all these years of hardship of throwing RTX, now stuff is starting to pop up. Well, more and more stuff is starting well, to pop up. Yeah, no, point? I like it. That's my point. I enjoy that. That's cool. Okay. <laughs> Are you? Let me ask you this, Gus. You, this is not your third year running RTX. Are you to the point where you're excited to go to RTX, or are you excited for RTX to be over? Always excited for it to be over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an honest answer. It's a, uh, it's a lot of, st- it's a lot of stress leading up to it. It is a it's, lot. It's a lot of work. It, there's so many moving parts that go into it, and I it just doubles want, I, or I'm, triples in growth every year. I want it to be fun for everyone. I want everyone to have a good time. I hope that happens. And as soon as it's over, I'm gonna decompress for a bit. You going? You going to Australia? As soon as it's over, I'm going to Australia. <laughs> yeah, we're going to Australia for uh, PAX Australia. Mm-hmm. Let, like, let's wreak havoc in somebody else's convention. Yeah. Are you taking any time after that? We like, should... Uh, oh, no, never mind. I won't say it. <laughs> we should what? <laughs> we, should, we should go to the Crown and do some gambling while we're down there. I'll do that. All right, I'm in. Uh, you know, they have craps there? They have craps there. Craps yeah, is different do. there, though. Like the, so is 21. The, the, the odds are different. Like, so, okay, this is Good weird. Shit. I played craps when I was in, in, in um, the Gold Coast, actually. Uh, so there, like craps is new coaching changes. Whatever, whatever you put down on your, as your initial bet, like the pass line and your mm-hmm. odds, you can't touch again, and you can't take it up. You can't put more on top of it, which well, is very, very strange. Honestly, I think that's better. Uh, uh, see, I don't like that. I, well, see, I, I like the, slowly adding and kind the, of like, the, okay, well, the I trust is this, that this roller. As rolls progress, 
the odds change and your odds diminish. Nah. And the dealer needs to keep track of that. It's nah. it's a simpler game if uh, if you don't do that. Uh, well. Like you can, like technically, I think you can play the pass line after the point's been set, but you don't get the same odds. Yeah. On you, well, you're, at, you're technically you're playing the number at that point. Instead of playing the pass line, you're basically placing a bet on the number. Right. So. Yeah. This is getting really, really yeah, sorry, sorry. Everyone who's not a craps player. Yeah. So, but anyway, and also like the odds. You know, it's like three, four, five odds. So like you can bet more on the the four and ten than you can on the six and the eight. You can put more odds on that. There, it was two two times odds across the board. Uh, well, yeah, the odds are disadva- Like the odds are bad for the house. Yeah. The so odds is where a player you guys makes their money. Sound like so they remove the odds. Joel, completely. when he yeah, talks weird. about financial stuff, but you're not yelling enough. If you put <laughs> if you put money on a fifty fifty, go ahead on the thing. If you like, put it on black, sure. And it's, it's not black. quite 50-50, like but 49 okay. something. Is that the percentage of money that you get? Yeah, it's it's two to one. So you double anything you win. Yep. So how? Say all of your money that you have. Go ahead. All of your money. What you percentage have. of that would you risk? Like, would you just like, go in like, one day and just drop twenty percent of your worth? Like my net worth in yeah. life? No, never. What would be your highest percent that you would just bet uh, like that? I, I would probably I would, if if you put, if you force me to put as much as I would be willing to put on there. Probably be about $5,000. I would not even... And probably not that. I wouldn't even bet all the money that I brought for a trip. Yeah. Like, let's say you're going to Vegas and they say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend 500 bucks over the course of the weekend on gambling. That's what I've set aside that I'm going to gamble. But over the course of the weekend, I get that 500 bucks up to like 700 bucks. I go in expecting to lose the 500 I wouldn't at the end of the trip just say, "Okay, oh, hey, here's all seven hundred on a fifty-fifty bet." I wouldn't yeah. do that. Yeah. I see that. That being Even. said, I wouldn't put five thousand dollars on a normal trip. They're talking like net worth in life. Yeah. When I go to Vegas, I usually take about five hundred dollars to gamble with, or usually about two hundred bucks a day. So the most I've ever bet ever is two hundred bucks on one hand. Right. And that was when I was used to do the thing where there's a theory of gambling where, <clears throat> let's say you're playing at a table that's twenty-five dollars a hand. If you lose, you double your next bet. Mm. And then if you lose that, you double that bet. And then if you lose that, you double again. You keep doubling. That's why tables have limits. Because then if you keep doubling, eventually you win, and then you win back everything you've lost if you double your bet every single time. But it goes up really fast. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Brandon just texted me that he once lost $800 on black. Did oh, he really? Oh, my God. Brandon, you are a fucking wow. idiot. Brandon. But he could have won. Fired. See, you are fired. You are done. That's a bad decision. You, you don't get to work for money anymore. Playing craps, I've had it where I've had money on the table. Because when you play craps, if you win and the point keeps rolling, like if someone hits the point and they get a new point, everything stays on the table. And you can slowly pile onto it and add on and add on. Where at one point, I've looked down and been like, I have $500 on this table. <laughs> where, but I mean, it was someone who shot for like 45 yeah. minutes, which I means I made probably about two, $3,000 off this one guy. What the fuck? You, you, if you get hot, if you get a hot roll, you can make a lot of money on craft yeah. real when, fast. When I was there this last time, I uh, threw $5 on a horn bet, and uh, it hit. Nice. So I won like 35 bucks or something. Yeah, yeah. And the guy next to me was like, whoa, 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 what happened? What did he just do? <laughs> like, what was that? Like, I guess he was still learning. Yeah, yeah. Like, throwing two bucks in for seeing Well, no, another thing, too, that's a big deal in craps, and in blackjack, too, is craps is like community gambling. We're talking way too much about gambling today, by the way. Um, <laughs> it's gaming. We're an adult podcast. Also, people try to turn blackjack into community gambling, and I fucking hate those people. Hate yeah. Because when you do something like, oh, oh I could throw yeah. $5 in a horn bet, and there's always some dude at the table who goes, dude, don't change the table. Everybody's winning money. What are you doing? And they make you feel like an asshole for coming up and betting like a normal human being does. Yeah. Talking about blackjack, right? Or craps. People get upset when you like. Look, yeah, yeah, no, it happened to me when you time. bet the dark side. People are like you're a fucking asshole. Well, that's well because well, you are fuck a fucking yourself. asshole. You're not <laughs> a fucking asshole. It, 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 it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. What you do is beat you win, and then you fuck you guy. You lost your money. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It, you don't. You don't. 
make people lose. You know, what I, I, mean? I will say if someone like if someone does try to cut into a game like next to the guy who's shooting, like he's like, oh, excuse me, trying to get in. And it's like the guy has the dice in his hands. Like, oh, come on, dude, come on, what, what are you doing? You know, don't don't fuck with the shooter. <laughs> like, so. It is so funny too, though. It's like in gambling, how you go from not knowing anything about a specific game to being like an expert of etiquette in like one day. Oh, that's like, like no one night and you know everything. You're like, oh, come on. <laughs> no, we we have a hockey team in North Austin, and uh, you know we have no business having hockey in Texas as it is. And going to those games is the most fun because everyone knows every rule of hockey ever. <laughs> you know, and like everyone's an expert and was willing to scream to the refs and they know exactly what's going on. It's like you have no idea what's going on. You've never played hockey. You probably haven't. You know, skated. And Listen to you talking all judgmental about other hockey fans in Texas. You're a fucking Texan. Yeah. You're judging them? I, I, I enjoy the game, but I don't pretend I know what I'm doing. Hmm. Hey, no. where should I take Ashley to eat? I've taken her to eat at Mighty Fine and Rudy's and some other places. Where should we take her to eat? Because I'm trying to think of all the places you have to... Like, we passed a Whataburger today. Nice. Nah. Pete yeah, see, I'm with you. Dude, I'm with you. Awesome. Whataburger's yeah, overrated. Whataburger's so good. It's good, but it's just it's fast food. Yeah. There are other better local places. Also, it's um, wet. <laughs> have you have you eaten at uh, <laughs> have you eaten at Sway? No. It's a Thai place on South First across from Elizabeth Street Cafe. That sounds like an yes. M- that sounds okay. like an MTV VJ. It is. It was. Did you ever go to uh, that? It's, yeah. it's really good. Did you ever go to that so foreign Thanks for interrupting me, Gavin. Place. I was in the middle of recommending a place and talking about go it. For it. I was still giving directions and talking about the fucking food. But no, where has he? Where, please ask him the fucking question that was so important. He wanted to know if I'd ever eaten at the foreign place. Just so you know what you're being about. <laughs> have you ever eaten at a that foreign place? The place where we got there a day too early and it was, wasn't open yet. Oh, Gavin and I, forget your story. This is more important, Gus. Gavin and I, we went to go eat at the ramen place up north that mm. you can't ever fucking get ramen. into because it's that always a two-hour line. That place is awesome. Fuck that noise. No, yeah, like, if you go when they open, uh, there's no lie. Can I tell you something? It's Uchi's... 10th anniversary uh, this year, which who knew Uchi has been around that long? Uchi's like two blocks from my house. Mm-hmm. Like, I can walk there now, like, in two seconds. So, we're going to be eating there this week. Wait, which one's it? What's, what? what's the name of the place on 4th and, fourth and uh, Colorado? There's Uchi Co. No, I don't know where that Colorado, is. You're talking about uh, Kenichi. Kenichi. That's what I, I used to walk past there all the time to the draft house. I thought uh, that's what it was. Tetsuya's Ramen's awesome. Go when they open, like at 5 p.m. No. What were you going to recommend? I got a job. Sway. I'm going to take off work to go eat ramen. Do it on the fucking weekend. Nah. Fucking lazy ass. <laughs> but it was one of those things where, you ever one of those restaurants where you try to go to it and every time you go it's closed? For the longest time I tried to go eat at Einstein Brothers Bagels, that place closed at like 1.30pm. Yeah. Did you show up at 2 every day? I've never seen one open ever. Gavin and I have tried to go eat at this ramen place. We led Barbara on a wild goose chase. She was in a separate car and we were communicating with her. We led her all around Austin trying to meet us for dinner that you day. You and your dots. And pins, was it? <laughs> pins. pins. I sent her a pin from the phone. You, and you are always pretty good at introducing me to new stuff that you could do. Like, yeah. Hey, you, do you know you can do this? And whenever you demostrate it, never works. <laughs> like, everything you do with Siri. It's just, I don't know whether you, when you use Siri on your own, it's actually good. But when I, when I ever see you try and use Siri, it sucks butt. Yeah, it's terrible. Like, I was trying to show them how you can drop a pin at your location and just send it to people like, this is where I am. Come here. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to try to tell you where I when, am. Just come to this pin. When I'm in an unfamiliar city and I park somewhere, I drop a pin when I park. <laughs> that sounds gross. I just take a picture because yeah. it, it automatically... Right next to the car, drop a pin. Drop a pin. I disable location services on my phone. Yeah. Why? Camera. I have it so that every, camera, absolutely. every time I take a picture, it puts the dot on the map in that part But of the you phone. realize that people can do the, the, what, the exit... 
information or whatever. You can uh, see the GPS. Data. They can see exactly. I'm not posting these pictures. I just take pictures. Have you put them on so, Twitter? Do you post any pictures? No, I don't, I, no, I'm not talking about. It. I'm saying every picture I have has that geotag. So, like once I had awesome food in Portugal when we were cooking on marble or whatever. So you've never. And then the next time I was like, dude, where's that picture of the marble? And then I saw where I was on the map. I was like, let's go there again. Boop, went there again. So you've never posted a picture on Twitter. So you went to the yeah. place. You've never posted. Yeah, I went. You went back to the place based on your picture. You went back to the restaurant. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I was in a hotel in a completely yeah, different area. Careful. But he doesn't, Gavin does not, I know this about Gavin because I've traveled with him. He takes way, way, way more pictures than he ever posts like online. Like, I, I'd he, say my upload rate is like, conscious of it, he takes pictures like a teenage girl. And you make sure that you don't put up <laughs> I take pictures videos, where you people knowing what it is. Videos yeah. like a teenage girl. You do. We, we were, we, there was a party at my house the other night and you, I, I saw you taking photo after photo after photo. None of those ever showed up anywhere. I never saw yeah, them anywhere. Yeah. I, what, what I do is, the next time I see that person, I'll show him. Yeah. He walks in the front door, and he, you know, there's that little, there's a tiny, like, two inch step from your kitchen out to like the common area, the living room. Yeah. He walked in the front door, walked up, and like stumbled down that two inches. I was like, "You're drunk." I was like, "You are fucking wasted." He's like, "How do you know?" <laughs> I was like, you fell down two inches. But to be fair to me, I trip on that. Frickin' thing when I'm sober as well. It's dumb. It's a dumb little step. My, see, that's why I can't get a Roomba. But this is my point. Build a ramp. I saw Nick. I saw Nick. I thought about it. <laughs> I saw Nick Saldana at that party. Jason's brother. Yeah. Tucker's brother. And I showed him a picture that was on my phone from 2005 when I first met him at the Lincoln Center in New York. Where Man. he had this weird, wispy little mullet thing. And I showed it to him and it was, it was a cool moment. Because I had it on my phone still. No, it's cool. It's good to see Nick. Nick and I spent time in the kitchen like teaching other how to tie... Everyone has one knot that they tie for their tie. That's, that's a tie knot. You know, I'm sure there's more fashionable guys than me that have, no, like, 18 knots. But, like, I was learning Nick's knot, and I liked it. I always feel like my knot's too small, and I want a bigger knot. You know? I feel fine. I feel adequate. You said the word too much now. It's like the word's lost meaning. <laughs> I don't say knot too many times. Yeah. yeah, so Nick and I were hanging out in the kitchen, like, figuring out how to tie knots. Okay. Sounds, sounds a little weird. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's all good. We're like sailors. That's not uh, weird, too. People post too many damn photos now. People You're take, like an old man. People I'm take so, way too many photos. Yeah, I agree with you, Gavin. One time I did counsel Gavin that he should not be so open online. He should be a little more private. Like, even to the point, remember I was telling you, explaining why you might not want to have your camera open all the time, and why, for you, the thing that really freaked me out is he logs into Google. So Google has a record of all of his searches. I would just, that's, to me, that's weird. You can also, you can also disable that. Yeah. No, yeah, we can just log off. It's, yeah. I just don't care. He just doesn't what care. What is anyone going to do with that? Well, for a while, you know, we have our Rooster Teeth Google account. That That's we use fun for, to look through the history. Yeah, well, what is that? That we use for YouTube and whatnot. And for a long time, we did not disable the history on the Google searches because we didn't know it was there. And one day I found it. I was like, oh, shit. It's, it's <laughs> like saved every search we've ever done as Rooster Teeth. And I scrolled through them. I was like, we have some fucked up people working here. So I sent an email to everyone at the company. I was like, listen. What did you find? I'm disabling this. I'm going to clear the history. But just so you know, it has saved every Google search everyone has ever done. Um, you know, you know, it still it still saves the YouTube links. Like if you watch YouTube videos, yeah, the it, it saves the, it, it saves the history of. YouTube. I'm talking about Google searches. Yeah, why, why is why is Google crying right now? <laughs> yeah, it was it was bad. There's some bad ones. Well, well, I'd, I'd love to know what, what some of them were. Can you like share some of them? I don't know, like anything but stuff. Really? You said this to me. We share you and I. The only account you and I share is the uh, Reddit account you and I share. Mm-hmm. And you said you see stuff that I look at on there, and I'm like, I don't look anything weird on Reddit, first of all. And it's like, secondly, I don't think you can see that stuff. 
you can. You like, made that joke to me about there, it. There are buttons you can hit on your keyboard inadvertently. Like if you have Reddit Enhancement Suite. Yeah. That like save links and things like that. Uh-huh. Uh, and I see stuff saved in there that I didn't save. But even on the profile, you can sh- you can see liked and disliked. You, yeah, so you like if like you've... Yeah, so if you I uh, see that like Gus will go through and like stuff or yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. dislike stuff and I do that too. Yeah. You know? But for for like you you have sometimes to disable dual, that otherwise What? Sometimes we duel on a link. Yeah, sometimes. I'll <laughs> something, you'll download it and we'll be like back and forth for it. Right. You know, a lot of times I'll just like that's the right answer. Like there'll be speculation I read about something. It's like okay, this person knows what they're talking. It's like and I try to avoid that person. That's just like pebble in the ocean. Dude. Yeah, yeah. It's just like no no hope. I gave up. I think I gave up on that a long time ago. I have to be honest. Yeah. He he says he gave up on on a social media avenue. You okay with saying what it was that you given up on? Yeah, yeah. But Gavin's given up on Twitter. Like he says, he doesn't even check Twitter anymore. That's I a I, lot. I post stuff to it and I don't check my mentions anymore. Yeah. Because I mainly because I'm worried about spoilers for Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, don't even say that. Yeah. Yeah, that that was a nice offshoot. Was I had to start? I started reading the books of Game of Thrones because people just started having fun. I'll stop. Yeah. I'll stop checking spoilers. my mentions yeah. again. Who would ever spoil Game of Thrones? That would be terrible. <laughs> Only an asshole would spoil Game well, of Thrones. Well, we're fucked now. He said it. We're all fucked. No, you you were here in the podcast last week. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I told a spoiler week. last week in the podcast was with nothing, and I got a lot of shit. Did you guys watch the credits for Game of Thrones this week? Yes. That one. The one title card with a single name was awesome. I that was pretty it. awesome. Really? I gotta go back. Like I, I it's good because like, I got back late last night from Vegas. Oh, okay, so I watched it, and as soon as the credits started, I just stopped it. There, there is a whole credit dedicated to the one, one, one animal to an animal. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's literally just one title card. It's really funny. I gotta go back and watch it. And it's like, it's like really you know, funny. list of names, list of names, it's like one name. <laughs> yeah, that that, name, uh, that uh that um episode of Game of Thrones I thought last night was just kind of an intermediary I, one. I, I feel like it's a, a pretty cool setup scene. for the final episodes. And like I, I felt like that watching it and then I saw the trailer for next week's episode today and uh, they definitely emphasized like only three episodes left. I was like, yeah, that was definitely a setup episode. Yeah, then. yeah. Have you... Is there anything about a girl... We're wrapping up soon. I'm that, warning everyone right now. Is there anything about a girl something that she likes that makes you like her less? <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I why, why, why you qualified to a girl? Yeah. That she likes. Why, uh, why qualified to a girl? Yeah, I love my girlfriend and everything she likes. You're not in a legally full binding of, contract. You can you can spill the that's beans. True. Full of shite. No. Yeah, I mean, I, there's people that I like less because they like certain things. Like but you I, like I, me less because I like a, a, a iPhone game that has a collectible card game aspect to it. A little bit, a little, just a little bit. But you know, I'm I, I'm I'm too okay. People have to like what they like. Like even like people who love like Justin Bieber. If people find something they like that they're passionate about, that's that's good. That's a good thing. It's See, rare. This is yeah. a decision that I haven't made, Go ahead. but it does happen. If I like a girl who likes horses, I am attracted to her less. That is every single girl ever <laughs> made as a girl. No, I mean like... Da- Daenerys Targaryen? I mean into horses, like rides. That's every and... single girl ever. I challenge you to find a girl who doesn't like... Do you like horses? Do you like horses? There's a girl in here, 100% oh, yeah. of the girls... Poke your head out, Kara. Tell us if you like horses Keep the door open. Let's see some nodding from in the uh, control room. Did you room. ever go through a, a stage where you liked horses? Kara's not responding. We can no. show the control room and give no, thumbs up. Yeah, no, no one's paying attention in the control room. They've, they've all gone... They've all left to go get drinks. Do you hate horses? horses. Dude, really? Kara ruins every survey. Uh, We have a a control video like horses. Yeah, Lindsay loves horses. Uh, Katie likes horses. There we go. So we have 75% like horses. All right. Well, so I I missed. I was looking at Kara because she's getting out on the green screen. What was the survey in the control room? 75%. Well, oh, everyone in the everyone uh, in the studio. We have four females, three of which love horses. Ashley, Katie, and Lindsay all said they like girls. Horses. Girls that ride horses suck. Why? They 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 love themselves. They love their horses. You're intimidated by the horse. So we have the one girl that hates horses. Here. Your favorite character on 
Game of Thrones, the hottest one to you is the one who is queen of the horse people. Only because she can't ride the dragon yet. She's going to be on the dragon soon oh, enough. That's a great oh point. Oh my yeah. god, that's going to be so awesome. So it's like an intermediate. So you like girls who like dragons. Is that a metaphor? Good? You call okay. you the dragon? Uh, Why do you right. not like horses? We have Kara on the podcast. I got <clears throat> I got bucked off of one when I was like 10 years old and it scarred me for life. Did you like horses until then? No, they're, they're like, they're bigger, they're an animal that's bigger than you are, so they have yes. more power over you. That's like half the population. I th- half the population <laughs> is bigger, oh, I guess half, well, maybe, but not as far as animals go. But no, I got thrown <laughs> off a horse when I was way younger, and it scared me for life. It's great as how small in the French <laughs> Yeah, look at this. By the way, yeah, thanks for the awesome headroom on this yeah. shot. Yeah. She can do it. There you go. Sorry, I'm short. Uh, okay. your fault. Well, I, anyway, I did something terrible, right? Thanks, Kara. Bye. Thank you, Kara. You're I wrong. Some, I did something terrible once. I was shooting an episode of The Slow Mo Guys with Dan, and we shoot a lot of this stuff at Dan's grandparents' house, which is a house in the middle of nowhere, lots of land, lots of people ride horses. And in, for some reason for the video, we had to have giant red exercise balls, and we were, like, running into each other with them and stuff like that. And some bitch on a horse comes riding up, so we have to pause because of the audio. It's like, you hear the horse. It's actually in the video. And I was just, like, bouncing this exercise ball. And she was like, can you stop doing that, please? I was like, she's talking to us? And I kept doing it. She's like, stop throwing the ball around. I was like, we're on his property, and she's riding by it. So I took... Why was she asking you to stop? I guess she was worried it would trip out a horse. So I was like, give me that. And I just kicked it, like, way up, oh, like, no. way over the hedge. And the horse went... <laughs> oh, she almost no. went flying. And she was screaming at us, and I had to run away because I was scared. <laughs> but I was like, bitch deserved it. <laughs> yelling through my shot, dumb bitch. Why would she yell? That's really... Yeah! That's weird. Because they, they have, like, that self-righteous... I'm on a horse, everyone's... They can stop trample what... you. Good luck. Yeah. Bloody horses suck. So you're still on uh, pretty early in book one, I guess? Yeah, so I'm pretty pretty early in the book one. I'm at that stage where it's like I'm discovering things that are slightly different in the novels than they were in the show. But I'm really liking it a lot. I'm about to finish book one. I'll probably finish it in the next two days. I now realize that for Game of Thrones, they should have put out a primer episode where they educated you on like the history of Westeros That's and the houses. The biggest thing I've discovered, I don't know how far you are, the biggest thing I've discovered between the book and the series is how important the series of events with the Targaryens were. Yeah. Yeah, that the Mad King. In the book constantly. Uh, so-and-so at this battle, so-and-so at that battle. We fought here. We killed them there. This like, person's the awesome. Trident yeah. is a big deal. The Trident, every other page you're talking about the Trident. Yeah, the Joel, Battle of the Trident. Yeah, Joel, Joel's telling me about that. Like, he was saying, like, uh, like about, like there's stuff in there like the Valerians and whatnot. Like, or Valerian Steel, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, that's in the show. Like, in the show well, but, I mean, like, they're, like, they go, like, deep into that and tell a lot of information. Like, they, they, so, they did touch on it in this last episode of Game of Thrones when he talks about the throne room. Yeah. And the dragon skulls in the throne room. Yeah. 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 I actually like the fact that there's stuff you have to research yourself. Like, uh, all the forerunner stuff in Halo, you don't really know much about them, but you can read about them. That is yeah. kind of cool. I, I love that there is a backstory. Like, there's yeah. a whole history. Even, like, like, Dead Space is like that. Like, Dead Space, there's tons of, like, backstory on sort of all the different markers and, like, unitology. And if you're into that game, like, there's a lot of stuff you can read up. Yeah, I mean, they did a lot of that even with the first game. I never played beyond the first game. I played the first game. But it was, uh, was it Ping's Treasure? Yeah, like, yeah, Like, you did, like, decode all the messages. Yeah. And, yeah. And there's, like, the whole... I was really into there's that. a whole writing, like, yeah. a whole, like, code. You can, like, find stuff on the wall. It's, it's mm-hmm. really, really neat. Who is the most different character in... The books versus the first season show. Again, I've only read the first book. Yeah, first so, book. So, I mean, there's definitely a big asterisk on that. But He's in the audio book at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> Still don't understand that. Um, 
Oh, I don't know. The most different... Aren't there some characters that are still alive on the show that should be dead? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> I would up. say I, I would say I think the character who's the most different from the book is better in the book than in the show is Robert Baratheon the King. Mm. I think and he's like, great on the show. Yeah, he was great on the show, but in the book he's like both great and tragic in a way. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like how awesome he used to be. Yeah, in the book they constantly talk about how strong he was and what a great fighter and. A lot of that's lost. You just see the faded glory. Like yeah, Jamie Lannister, this is not spoiler stuff. He's known as the Kingslayer. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like it's almost like circumstantial that, that Robert Baratheon became the king. But it's like that was like a whole thing where it's like it wasn't sure who was gonna be the king. It, like for a couple seconds in the book. And it's like, no, Robert Robert Baratheon is such a badass, there's no question. Right. Yeah, Jamie like, Lannister's like, just kidding. Like the fights, like caving in people's plate mail with a hammer because he's so strong. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. And like the fact that he's a big fat dude, jolly fat dude, is like sad. Because Ned Stark hadn't seen him in like twenty years. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. In the book, I they don't. always or they also talk about how Ren Lee looks like a younger version of him, and I feel like in the TV show, Ren Lee's a little more, like not as muscular. I don't even associate them as being brothers. Yeah. How, how old is um and, and Stannis Baratheon? I yeah. it, like I didn't make that connection for two seasons that they're related. Wow. How old is um is the 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 dragon? Woman supposed to be she's supposed to be like fourteen or she's 15. thirteen in the book thirteen in the book mm-hmm. yeah and Sansa's supposed to be really young too right like yeah. 14 they're all or really, young. They're all really young. at the beginning of book one Rob Stark and John Star both fourteen yeah man the scenes of Theon this season have been brutal I'm done with them yeah. I don't need any no more spoilers uh, I'm just saying yeah too much well we'll do we'll do um, we have some plans I don't know if we want to talk about it yet plans for more scheduled. Uh, podcast more like more regular spoiler casts. Mm-hmm. And Gus and I, Gus and I are working on that. Yeah. right now, trying to figure out how we're going to do all. Well, this. Hopefully, we have more news on that soon, uh, which is going to be some pretty good content, I think. Yeah, and a bunch of people on there have been asking about the podcast let's play. And do you have any? News we filmed about one. We filmed. Yep. We or we filmed actually a couple of podcast let's plays last week. <laughs> I tried to G- film that. Gus got Gus. Let me listen to about thirty seconds of it, and it was awesome. Uh, <laughs> there's, yeah, there's some we, really we, funny we bits used in some it. podcast casting crew. Uh, I've got three that I'm working on right now that'll hopefully all come out this week. We're going to film hopefully another one or two this week for release next week. Uh, but yeah, it's fun. I've been learning a lot uh, yeah. doing it. Uh, <laughs> kudos to you cutting together those Minecraft Let's Plays. Let's Plays take a long time. It's a beast. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy to manage all of that. Yeah. It's a lot of data to move around. But yeah, we, so we have recorded them. Uh, they'll be out. They're being edited. They'll be out soon. No, no further information other than that. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil the surprise. <laughs> All right, uh, we should wrap up here. Should okay. We? Uh, so I want to thank everyone for watching, and uh, we'll be back next if, week. If on I may, yeah. can I can I say something? Um, at, the, at the risk of, of sounding t- too serious or too maudlin, uh, I know we talked about some serious issues a couple of podcasts ago when we were talking about the bombing thing mm-hmm. right, in Boston. Um, <laughs> but since then, I didn't bring it up on the next podcast after I found out about this. But I did want to talk about it. Um, you know, in in a career, Rooster Teeth has had a lot of success. Um, there are lots of little things that can happen that can make or break a career. And oftentimes those things are things that make a career and you don't see them uh, until you have a little bit of distance on them. And I went through a period recently where I was kind of like looking back over some people over the 10-year anniversary, some people who have helped us at Rooster Teeth and in the early days with Red versus Blue. Um, and I was thinking about some people that I hadn't kept up with. And one of the people uh, that I wanted to get in contact with was a guy by the name of Graham Leggett. If you've seen the DVDs and watched our credits extensively you might have seen his name uh, mentioned a couple times in there he was the film director of the uh, film society at the lincoln center in new york he is the person who decided to program the premiere of season two at the very prestigious lincoln center 
in the heart of Manhattan in New York. It was a great honor uh, to have that done. Um, and unfortunately, I learned when I, um, <clears throat> when I looked him up, I found out that he passed away two years ago. And it was a hard thing to realize that someone who had been so influential to us, even with a small decision like that on his part, that I just hadn't kept up with him. And I was really, I went to Gus and I went to Joel and Matt and everybody else and Jeff and talked to him about uh, Graham passing away. And just so to give you a little bit of perspective uh, on how important he was, uh, even for just a short window of time at our company, is like Gavin went to the screening at the Lincoln Center. It was the first event that we ever met you in person. Yep, it's true. Um, so even in that regard, it's like, it like the influence that he had over it. He left the Lincoln Center Film Society and he moved to San Francisco. Uh, and was the head of the film society in San Francisco uh, on his death. He died of cancer. Um, and I thought it was, he was a writer himself, and I thought it would be great to um, let you hear some words of his own on life and what it means. Uh, he wrote, ha, 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 Jesus, there's a lot of little funny things he wrote recently as he was dying of cancer. I can't even remember half of them. That's what happens to a life, though, isn't it? The little ornate things drizzle away like cakes in rain while the big blocky stuff is left to stand in for a lifetime of minutia. It is sad and is beautiful. I don't, think that, uh, I don't think that Graham would have thought a lot about Red vs. Blue. Uh, it's probably just one of many films that he programmed over the years. Uh, I don't think he would have thought a lot about it uh, when he was on his deathbed or at the end of his life. Um, I think we were probably one of the pieces of minutia that probably <laughs> washed away in life, but that's what life is all about. Um, but Graham, um, you were a pillar to us. Uh, Graham Leggett was 51. Gus, Bernie, Jack, and Matt, what does this mean? Drunk tank, it's a drunk tank, Bob.